Look at all those fancy clothes But these go keep us warm Just like those Eight days left, Mitch. They're honestly a little bit distracting. Yeah, eight days left. Holy smokes, look at you. 75 in a row. Nah. Whoa, did you break? The day of Max's accident, I had two whiskeys. Oh, yeah, you said that last time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That was just to ease the tension a little bit? Well, I thought my brother was dead. So, yeah, for about 45 minutes. You thought your brother was dead? Yeah, my mom called me, and she was like, Max was in a terrible car accident. He's being airlifted. What? Yeah, and I was at the gym. And she was like, you better get ready to, like, come to the hospital. And I was like, what the fuck? So I ran home and was getting a go bag ready. And then she called me back. She was like, don't come. He's actually fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's Actually, awake. He just has a slight cough. <laughs> he broke a pinky. <laughs> but yeah, she was she what scared me the most, she called me crying hysterically. Cause she didn't know either. Oh my gosh. Did you start crying? I didn't really I feel have like time. I was gonna say, I feel like if it's like leave the, you've got to yeah. run home, shower yeah, quick. It was, like, it was more like an adrenaline rush. Oh my gosh, that's also scary. Got on that uh, the paper, the PPWK. Sure. The paperwork. The PPWK. Paperwork. That's oh, how I abbreviate paperwork. paperwork. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I got to take a pic of you, dude. Is that chill? Yeah. Hold on. Let him get you, cute. I can give you a couple too. <laughs> Usually smile. Yeah, I like that. I like that side one. Nice. Oh, should we do one of these? No, I got one. Give him the thinker. Yeah, that's money, actually. Oh, shoot. All right, man. A lot of technology, a lot of drinks. <laughs> Did you bring all this? No, that's not me. No, I brought it. Shock people is. I just try and keep it locked and loaded here, man. For the <laughs> guests, you know? I brought a bottle of wine. Yeah, you did. Classy. Trying to class old. it up a little bit? No, I just like show up to people's places and I'm always thinking, this, like, I should probably bring something. Yeah, it's such a mature thing to do. So, Nick, when you're talking, conversation. you don't have to be like right here. You can just kind of chill. I was just going to say, does this not feel like high? No, you're good. Yeah. You might go catch everything. These are up pretty high, too. And then I go in after and I turn it down. No, I don't do camera. Oh, thank God. Let's go. Yeah. So that's actually, I don't do camera I because... I swore I saw camera ones. Am I tripping? No, you're not tripping. Amy and I used to oh, do yeah. it on the camera. Okay. But so like a lot here. of the guests that I have on have never been on camera. Oh, okay. And it's just, I think it adds a lot of pressure. Yeah, you know what? I will be honest. I woke up this morning and I was like, fuck. It's... I wish I wouldn't have said yes to <laughs> Dude, it's fine. Like, really it's fun. Yeah. No, but like all jokes aside, like I actually like think you have like the emotional intelligence. Like I talked to you kind of before, and I feel like you just like I don't say it's in a bad way, actually, a good way. I just think you're like kind of more like sensitive, and like I don't want to have this. What I feel like we're probably about to have with like because it's like I don't know, like a lot of well, it's like a lot of shit kind of like suck for me to be honest. So, right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm assuming that's like kind of what we're talking about. Or what are we talking about? Everything. We're talking whatever, about everything and anything. Goes. Oh, really? Oh, I don't, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. But Honestly, Nick, it's, it's a free flow. You've always been a super like entertaining and like cool guy, Thanks. and I've always enjoyed having conversations with you. And I know that you like we spent a lot of time not together, yeah. like, separated from when we were friends in high school to now, and I feel like we haven't sat down and like 
had a conversation about no. what you've been up to. Dude, because I remember when you transferred to Mankato in college, I didn't even know you were there. Yeah. And you showed up to a business class like oh, five minutes late. Sure. And you were sweating. Oh, no. And you were like, my bad, teacher, my bad. Did I really? Yeah. Oh, God. And I was like, Ackland? You go to school here? <laughs> yeah, you know. I thought fuck. you were in Arizona. <laughs> Probably should have been. Yeah. I'm stealing these blisses. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm uh, excited to see your reaction on that thing, too. I kind of am, too. But, alright, cool. Yeah, I guess... Uh, it's just a free flow. Alright. Wherever it goes. Yeah, we can talk about butts. We can talk about dogs. We can talk about Yanni. Perfect. Always easy to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I was just like, maybe it was just like in my own head, I guess, then I was just like thinking we were probably going to talk about like the drug use, but... I mean, yeah. I, I, figured, know, like, I, figured, I figured we would get into it at some point. Yeah, I mean, and like, truthfully, are. like, I'm okay because if I talk about it with people that I'm, like, cool talking about it, I find it, like, cathartic. So, like, yeah. it's definitely a situation where I'm, like, kind of figured that's what we were going to talk about, but I'm also down for whatever, so. And I don't know a whole lot about your drug years. Mm -hmm. What I know... A lot of people don't. ...is that you went to Arizona. Yeah. And then the next time I saw you in Mankato... You just had gained weight. And I was like... A lot, too. Yeah. Um, that was and then actually, you lost it all. That was actually when I... So, I quit drugs, went to Cato, and then I, like, filled this void with food, if that makes sense. For sure. No, it's kind totally. of like replacing yeah. an addiction with another addiction. Mm -hmm. Well, I can say I'm, I've been doing these uh, sorry 75 if I hard... Like no, not at all. Dude, truthfully, like, I'm at a stage in life now where, like, facts are facts. It is what it is. And I've gotten to a place through a lot of work where I'm comfortable like with who I am now yeah so if I can't be not that I loved what happened in the past but it is what it is it is what it is so that it's just happens. like I don't know that's just how I feel about it now. but it's like trust me it was process like shame and all that shit for years it was tough yeah. seriously yeah. for real it's so good that many, you feel that though yeah how many years were you in Arizona two two like so it, those, sound, it seemed like ten now. were you at U of A or ASU, ASU. don't do that <laughs> what? what? Is there a difference? <laughs> the dirty tea? Come on. <laughs> We're actually. Is there a big? Is there a big rivalry? Oh yeah, we hate each other. Okay. Oh really? I mean, I didn't really care that much, but like, <laughs> you're from Minnesota, <laughs> and I was also just like up to no good, so I didn't care about the football games. Is that kind of like, I guess when it started was when you went out oh, to Arizona. Mm -hmm. I think there was underlying things that was going on throughout like my childhood into the teen years, but it manifested itself in college for sure. Right. Yeah. Like no, that's kind of... where things definitely got out of control. Like, Exploded you know, a little bit. I mean, it's, there's no rules. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, you don't have anyone to answer to. No, and even like the people I was supposed to, I didn't care about, or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. Yeah. They weren't as on your hierarchy of importance. No, I was fucking deluded. I was crazy. Yeah, I again. You, like, he he said that he, I didn't even know I didn't even know you gained weight or oh, anything yeah. like that. How how much were you at your peak? Would you say? Oof. Um, I would love to say that I was under th high. Say I was two ninety seven. Okay, because three you tickets. graduated high school at probably 180, 190 190 pounds. Yeah, two hundred ninety pounds. Like yeah, exactly. So me seeing you then, <laughs> and then seeing you three years later, dude, Garrus wedding. Oh, fuck Peter. So Peter put Garrett's little brother mm -hmm. pulled out a picture of like me at their wedding and I was like, 
Oof. Glad Carl gets to do this for a second time. They <laughs> <laughs> Photoshop your I need one homie sweating where I'm not like a balloon. Like that's, <laughs> seriously. Well, so. you look good now. Yeah, you look Appreciate great, brother. It. Thank you. Yeah, no, fucking, there was a point in time there I was like, I need to like, go on the starvation diet because this is tough. Did you but, do like fasting? I did keto and then I also like, and this had nothing to do with it. I also just like didn't eat meat for <clears> like a year. <throat> And I could have and still lost weight. I just, I don't know. I just, I've been on that grind before. Well, if you, yeah. if you get into a rhythm, like it just, it it's good to, yeah, you, you got to stick with the rhythm. So, yeah. And then it was like, and then I would incorporate fish a couple times. And then I was just like, no, 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 I'm drinking hazy ideas. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you mean by like, there was underlying things when you were like younger like are you just talking about like you were smoking weed or like yeah but like i think from like a very is this on should we just yeah oh it's on oh shit oh sorry. Yeah. no i just think from like an underlying age i just always had this like feeling of uncomfortability and i didn't really like notice it at the time until i've actually within the last like six to seven years i never really like noticed that i was just like consistently uncomfortable and what I did with like drugs, alcohol, like relationships, like sex, anything external, I would do that to fill like a void that I consistently like felt inside, if that makes sense. What kind of void? Like an emptiness? Yeah, like that's, an, that's like a tough question to answer because it's like, I don't even know. Right. It, it was just like this feeling of less than. This feeling, you're right. Or this feeling of wanting to be wanted. Yeah. 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 No, it's yeah. a great way of putting it. And it wasn't, I don't, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but I don't think that's like uncommon at no, that age, not at all. but, or even throughout right. your adulthood. It's wanting to be, it's wanting to fit in, especially at a place like Maple Grove where it's super clicky. Everyone's good looking, has <laughs> money, <laughs> like, no, like for real. Like, yeah. So I didn't even like realize it at the time that I was like consistently or constantly searching for more or mm -hmm. like acceptance. But in reality, and I didn't realize this at the time, and it was very recently, kind of until I did, I never, like, I was the one who had a problem with me. Like, no one else did, or at least as far as I know. It was just, like, always me. So, and that's where I think, like, weed, just, as you guys know, I, like, love to make people laugh. Yeah. But there yeah. were certain times when I was doing that to, like, not be me. Like, not to look inward. Like it was, like, a shield? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a mask. Yeah. Yeah. So, and just like over time, when you don't have, which I didn't, the emotional intelligence to kind of like deal with that and kind of like proactively seek out help or talk to somebody, I would just hold it in and then I would just do drugs because it, yeah. it was like, it was a band aid for a broken leg. Yeah. That's yeah. dangerous. That's a dangerous slope to go down to. Have you yeah. ever tried therapy? Oh yeah, I go bi-weekly. I, I did a couple sessions during the summer and I saw the benefits of it, but all the guy, he was just trying to make me cry. And I was like, we're not actually doing anything here. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, it, but it made me, it made me like look inward a little bit and like, you know, have to figure some things out. Yeah. And so I definitely see the benefits of it and I would like to pursue it again if I found someone, but you know, he was a younger guy. It, just it, getting his bearings straight. Yeah, it just it just kind of felt like it was like you know a Hallmark movie therapy session where he was just trying to get me to 
He's like, so what was your dad like? And like, mm. getting me to like talk about my dad. <laughs> like, no, like, really like trying to create a problem right. that may have not existed. Yeah. Right. Like, kind of digging for things that weren't there necessarily. Well, that's what they have to do as well. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's hard to speak about things. Yeah. And they're just trying to get you to speak. Yeah. Right. Basically, their whole goal is just trying to get you to start talking. Yeah. And, so I used to go to therapy back in the day. It was court ordered at first and I hated it. I didn't try. I was rude, disrespectful, like any bad word you could say, I was probably doing it. Mm -hmm. And then as I got older and I started taking like more accountability for the things that I was doing in my life and then realizing like my, my fault in things, I don't want to use the word fault because it's not always like a bad thing, but just my place in things. Right. And his name's Lawrence. He, I don't even care if I said that, but he would like call me out and just be like, you're wrong. And me and this dude have had fuck you off. So, like we have just, I've left that place so mad, but he's always right. Like you always. need a therapist? Yeah. That's a good relationship to have. Yeah. I feel like with yes. your therapist. <laughs> no, he was, uh, so he was court ordered at first. And then as I got older, I actually just sought him out. And then I was more in a place to reciprocate his, like what he was telling me. Because there was a point in time where I was, I don't think I made a mistake or I was wrong until I was like 24. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I just, even though like there were instances where I knew I was wrong, mm -hmm. I was just so stubborn, so selfish. I would just fight it to the death. And then it finally got to a place where going to, a, like going to therapy or seeking advice from somebody else, like I was willing to reciprocate that. Yeah. But until then, nothing was ever going to work. You were willing to listen. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's like a doctor can tell you to quit smoking, but it's not. That's on, it's you. Always on to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost think I was so defiant when I was younger. When people would tell me to do something, I wanted to do different. And I hate that about me, but it's just I, me. I think that's right. kind of in everybody. If somebody tells me something's 100%, that's immediately when I start doubting them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if someone yeah, tells for me sure, it's a, for sure, a hundred percent, or like if something's a sure, sure thing, it's like you don't know that, so you're trying to bullshit me. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe not trying to bullshit, but yeah, maybe just doesn't have other words. Yeah. To use, and you just go with yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Sure, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, dude. I'll take your word for it. Dude, that's crazy. It sounds like you kind of, like almost flipped your personality when you went out to Arizona or just like you got on your own and just like yeah I ran was, with it I was scared like when I first went to college like I'm glad I did it it caused so much pain and agony in my family and myself and I had to go through so much because of it but I have learned so much since then and I'm glad I went through what I went through when I did because I would rather do it then and try and learn from it than do it when I'm 50 like 45 or yeah i mean i mean just even the the weight gain like you did it at what 23 24 you can bounce Something back like that. from that pretty easily at that age you know if you did if you gained 300 pounds when you're 50 that's probably there forever for sure yeah and i think it just kind of circles back to filling internal voids with external things i was always just searching for the easiest route to like fix how I felt inside and it was food, drugs, relationships, those types of things. It was very difficult for me to sit with myself in my own head because 
quite frankly, I'm kind of a weirdo. Like, I will think of the craziest things. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I no, think when I started building on it is when I recognized it and know that I'm kind of a weirdo. And there are certain things that I trick myself that just frankly aren't true. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds insane, but it's I... not at all. We all do it. I see instances throughout my day-to-day -day life where I'll go think about it at night and be like, I don't know if that's how that happened. <laughs> no, like for real. And I know that's crazy to say, but I have that in me where I can just fool myself. Yeah. And that's why I go seek out advice from people who I know have my best interests. And I'm in a place, like I said, where I'm willing to reciprocate that. Because there was a point in time where people would give me the best advice ever, and I had to burn their house down. Like it was insane. <laughs> like I was crazy. I'm serious. Like it was, was wild. It, was it like doing drugs, or were you like what? What made you so crazy? Like I, I was so lost. And when I first, because you got into a little bit of trouble oh. growing up, not a crazy amount though. Like high school years, or yeah, nothing oh, yeah, significant. Just, no, nothing at all really just like minors or staying out too late right. things that every high school kid does almost yeah i mean i don't want to speak for anybody else but like in my opinion yeah we all do stupid things when we're at that age but i think where people differed or straight from me is when they would correct their actions and i just wanted more i just sure. wanted to do the next biggest thing i don't know if i had an issue necessarily with like substances i did but it was more of just wanting the next biggest thing and when you're constantly searching, you're never satisfied. Right. And you're constantly trying to fill, like, whatever, like, this void. I keep saying void, but I think you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you just no, constantly, you it, like, two or three times. You just yeah. constantly, like, I feel uncomfortable. Right. So when I do X, or, I mean, I, X, Y, Z is what I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when I but do that place, right? <laughs> Some will get that. Dog will hunt. Yeah. And then, so when I would do this, everything would go numb. Yeah. And I wouldn't think, I wouldn't feel, and like, this is great. And, but in reality, like, all those feelings are going to come back tenfold in the future. When all the, when all the things wear off, when you're alone at night, laying in bed, you still have to be you. So, yeah, and it, it took me a very long time to, start working at that you gotta freaking look that person in the mirror every single morning yeah no like for sure and that's sometimes the toughest person to satisfy oh i'm my own biggest critic oh yeah i've had numerous people like stop me and quit making fun of yourself and i don't even like realize i'm doing it really I'm just like yeah and it's just something like habit. yeah it's just i don't know i just kick my own ass like, yeah. sometimes because sometimes, I, I feel like sometimes you do that to make other people comfortable as well. Mm, yeah. Like it's not necessarily you like actually kicking yourself. You're just trying to like get more out of the other person and be like, hey, I'm dumb too. Like you can say whatever you want. Today. Yeah, like be comfortable. I'm not going to judge you. Yeah, like I'm self-deprecating. Like, right. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. you're absolutely right. I think there's like a few reasons, like a few reasons why I have done that or do do that. One, I just genuinely like love to see my friends. I, I'm, I'm a dumbass. I love to joke. I love to just be a fool. Yeah. But there is a fine line between being kind of goofy and then it's like, all right, man, you're just being you're, you're so you're just really Yeah, you're really beating yourself up. Exactly. And that's not good for That's not conducive to anything. So, yeah, it just. Uh, and then it's a cry for help. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, it was just like, oh, feel bad for me. You well, know, like, not. And your intentions probably aren't that, but like what people would take it as. Is yeah, like the perception is the reality. Exactly. I get it. Mm -hmm. No, and 
I'm pretty aware of how I come off to people. And I'm like, I'm at a place now where I'm pretty okay with that. Yeah. Because I am a very serious individual and I know no one would think that, but I used to be angry all the time, just pissed, bitter, envious, in a very just icky place, like a shitty place. And I can go back to that at any moment. That's in me. I know that's in me. And that's why I do certain things in my life to not be that person. I work at it. It's I religiously bi-weekly go to the same dude I've been seeing for the past five years. He's very helpful to me. That's me personally. Everyone teaches own. Everyone's got their processes and shit they do to get through the day. But it's very beneficial to me. So I do these aspects of my life to continually try to grow, be introspective, and just build on myself. Like yeah. I don't want to be, I'm not good at being complacent. Right. And every day I'm always just trying to do like the next right thing. And that's just how I try to live my life now. And that's probably why things got out of control. Yeah. Dude, I was raised by the best parents in the world. To be honest, respectful, all that. I don't know what happened during those college years. I got so fucked up. Like, it was insane. And It's a weird time in life, dude. It is a, it can, is a re really weird time where, like, the expectation is to be an adult. for, like, a lot of people. Um, at least at our high school, I would say. Like, the expectation is to move on. Like, what party school am I going to go to? Or, like, what's next? And then, you know, yeah. you're just almost but trying I, to win the party. I yeah. would challenge that, though, because... You guys all ended up not doing what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I give you, I commend you guys and have the respect for the people who didn't do the things I did because I, in my opinion, I took the easy way out. I was uncomfortable. I was always searching for the next biggest thing. So I took the easy way out. I wouldn't start doing, drinking and doing drugs. You were also in a place where you knew nobody. Yeah. And, and like how you relate to people and how you connect with people is through drugs. Yeah, I mean, it's easy. You know what I'm it's saying? Easy. It was just the easier way. It makes conversation easier. It makes everything easier. Yep, and then the groups of people that I was with, we all probably had the same, like, sort of shitty feelings, and we would take solace in each other's pain. Right. And we would all just kind of a depressing-ass group rolling around town. Weren't you in a fraternity when you were there? I was. Another brilliant decision. Yeah. <laughs> what? Which one? Uh... It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Sigma Pi Epsilon Epsilon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't by no means regret it. I actually have friends to this day that were in it, but it was not conducive to my well being at the time at all. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> no, it was it was wild. But you know what? Again, a lot of those dudes made the right decisions. They went out and partied, but the next day they woke up and did what they were supposed to do. How about the uh, initiation at <sighs> a place like Arizona State? I mean, that's a that's a big school. It was pretty brutal. I never... I've heard... Some paddles? Some no. Paddles. Honestly, we... Some people would get, like, kind of touched. But it was never... <laughs> just like so one terrible. finger in their butt. Yeah. No, it was more just like... It was an ice cube, actually. <laughs> Honestly, I, it was just really like push-ups, sit-ups, yeah. workouts. Oh, really? Yeah, no, it, it was... Drop down and give me 10, well, pledge. Dude, if they make it too bad, like, someone's gonna just... Uh, die. Or, fuck this. Like, right. it, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna go, go tell someone. Yeah, right. and it's really, really crazy how... They break you down and build you back up. So every time I'd be like, yo, I'm, 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 this, well, this it, is terrible. And then the next day they'd be like, 
we're gonna do all your homework. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. like you know, it's what like I mean? trauma crazy. bonding. That's dude. manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> They're indoctrinating you into their cult, dude. <laughs> yeah, like that's crazy. But I was when you're or when I was at that point in my life, I was so vulnerable. I would have done whatever. I just want to be part you just of the tribe. To make friends. I just wanted to not go back to my dorm room and be alone. Like right. it was, it was that simple to me. I just wanted to be out. You guys know me. I'm a very social individual. I get my energy from other people. And when I'm alone by myself in my own head, it's not the best place for me. Right. Where does your energy go? Do you have any like hobbies? Like, I mean, I love, like, truthfully, I know it's a pretty like generic thing to say, but I love my friends. I love talking to them. We have this group chat. It's, terrible and you want to read some text messages <laughs> everything's getting canceled we're all fired no but like all jokes aside it's just like fun to see my friends in a position now because i hate to say and i've admitted this to all of them to their faces there was a point in time that and it's it's embarrassing to say i was envious of them and i was doing so poorly in my life that I would get bitter at how well they were doing. And I hate admitting that, but it's just a fact. And it was, it, it's how I felt. Yeah. And it's shameful to say, but I can sit here and like look at you both in the eyes and say, I'm so proud of my friends and they're absolutely crushing it. And some of them have had horrible things happen to them. And to see where they are now from where they were is really exciting to me. Yeah. And I, 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 don't know, I, I love that podcasts i love listening to like history podcasts yes yeah i i mean it's bad that i don't have any like really good hobby like will you work out i mean so going to work takes nine hours a day yeah with an hour long lunch for a lot of people it's 10 or 11 hours a day working out an hour a day i mean you're losing a lot of do you have three four hours maybe until you go to bed and wake up and do the exact same thing so like hobbies i feel like are few and far between especially with you being a father yeah 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 i sneak a lot of hobbies in (laughs) (laughs) well you could just send them to bed on trumped up charges and then do a podcast yeah that doesn't always work sometimes wrigley will wiggle his way down here I'll, I'll be really happy if he does <laughs> yeah. isn't it funny last time yanni was over here wrigley was uh telling us all to cry oh when, yeah when we all fake cry he gives us a kiss to make us feel better like on the cheek or whatever and then you, i love that name too wrigley it's yeah. <laughs> dude so we were up in my cabin and they were like you'll never guess the name and then my mom goes is it wrigley alex do you remember when we went to wrigley field and your no. mom said that? Yeah. That's crazy, actually. Oh, I don't remember that. Because you were, were wearing they your were Cubs guessing, hat. They were guessing all weekend. You, you were wearing your Cubs hat. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I still wouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> well, she didn't, like, guess no, it's it. it's cool, though. But right, like, so your hobbies are kind of hanging out with people and... You yeah, know, I mean, just... Like, whatever know. it is, you go bowling, you go have a drink, you go get I just dinner. love to live my life now because there was a point in time for four to five years where I didn't and I think there was a semblance of trying to make up for lost time which I I didn't like that time frame of my life because it felt like I was scrambling and chasing for something that was never obtainable and I just I like to be out and about and living my life because I get to talk to you guys I would never be here talking to you guys if I didn't start going out again right like yeah. Why, why would I? I mean, 
<laughs> so I, yeah, I guess it just I just love living, being out. I love yeah. going to Arizona to see my parents. I get to go to Vegas and see Dan and his kid. Oh, I didn't even know that they were living out there. Yeah, and they're in Scottsdale. And uh, I don't know if I was still doing what I was doing eight, ten years ago. I don't even know the time frame at this point. I would never be able to do this stuff. I would never have the job I have now. Where would you be? You might be in jail. You might be in. I mean, honestly, you might. I like, and I still, you know, I still have no idea what you were doing or like what you if you got in trouble. It sounds like you got in trouble. You said earlier about something. Yeah, definitely making decisions that forfeited my freedom. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) it's a wild way to put that. But um, it's a very politically correct way to put that. That was yeah. But you know, I was making those decisions, and I was in. So when I left high school i went to college and my parents were moving out of my childhood home and i'm not trying to sit here and make excuses but it was just like this transition period of life that was very uncomfortable and the first few people i met down in arizona were great people but they were sick and they were doing things that i never had done before and truthfully i just wanted friends Mm -hmm. yep i didn't even really care and i had never seen people do these things before and I wouldn't say I jumped like all in. It was actually more just like dipping my toe in. But as time went on, they just became my friends. And they were good people, like I said, just sick. And that was when my life really just started going down the shitter. Is the end of freshman year of college going into sophomore year. And that was when I can't remember dates and all that stuff. But I remember like definitive moments that I was like, this is crazy. Unfortunately, I didn't change my decision making or actions at that time. But that was kind of the start of this slow process into, quite frankly, hell, where I was. On a, it's kind of cliche, like once you get to the bottom, you can start working your way back up. I had figured I hit 30 bottoms until I actually hit the real one. And that was when I was like. Dude, I'm either going to die, like, not to be depressed and go take, to jail, like, or... take my own life, go to jail, oh, or figure it out. <clears throat> right. And when you are that low, where those are the four options, it's like, it's almost relief. Yeah. It's like, things are so bad, it's almost laughable. Because if I didn't laugh, I'd cry. Right. Yeah. And that was when, I remember that, and that was when I was just like, I'm done with this. And that was kind of like the weight loss part. Just because I had quit doing all like the substances and shit. So, but, oh, go ahead. I want to interrupt you here. No, you're quick. good. Just to talk about, have, have you seen the uh, documentary Painkiller at all? Uh, uh, maybe. Like I said, I don't exactly know what you're talking about, but it sounds like there was addiction involved. Yeah. And um, Painkiller is about the opioid epidemic. Yeah and oxycontin mm-hmm. and how that came about and how like the these purdue family and all that stuff yes, yes. purdue pharmaceuticals the um sackler family oh yeah, yeah. Purdue yeah. pharmaceuticals yeah real pieces of shit yeah. i mean they were putting they were, they were selling heroin it was or over through the doctors yeah they sure. were paying doctors commissions on the more doses that they were giving to people and the salespeople that were selling to the doctors were making more money based off of the dosage amount. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to get people addicted to drugs. 
So, and that, I mean, that's what happened to a lot of people. Yeah. Got addicted to some type of opioid because they got it through a friend. They said it was cool because they got it from a doctor or whatever it is. And then the snowball effect. Yeah. No, for sure. I just, um, and this is where I was kind of alluding to it when we first started talking. It was like, I don't intend on this to be kicking my own ass. Right. But I was very well aware of the decisions I was making. I just didn't fully understand. Like, I knew what I was doing was wrong. And I knew the things I were taking were dangerous. I was mm-hmm. very aware of that. But I made the conscious decision not to care. I, and that's where I respect mm-hmm. people like you guys. Because I think there was a lot of us who had this opportunity to do certain things. There's a lot of people who said no. Right. I didn't. Right. And that is the part of me that I think serves me very well in a lot of aspects of my life. Just that wanting the next biggest, best thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think the hardest thing I've ever tried to do is just be grateful for what I have. Right. And that's what I strive to do every day. And it's difficult and I'm always wanting more. But it's just like, damn, like the other day, me and my roommate were just sitting on our patio. We had this little bonfire thing going. I'm like, Life is fucking awesome right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, we are sitting out here on a Friday night. It's beautiful. Great apartment. Like, we have a doorman. What the fuck? And, like, <laughs> we a couple of ballers. I, well, I mean, we got a little fire going. Yeah, like, but, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm not even saying it to be like that. It's just like, No, I know, I know. Yeah, no, it's just like, life is good. And it, right. I'm the one who has a very difficult time, like, trying to realize that. Because even as I said that, I was like, we could be in a club or you know yeah, like, we could, be right. doing this. could be and yeah. making money somehow or whatever yeah yeah so i mean i don't know it's just constant trying to do the next right thing looking inward if i feel a type of way about something why like right. i actually consciously think about it now yeah instead of being like oh, they're being a dick it's like no like why do you feel this way about right. their actions it's like it's never them anymore i always try to look at me you right yeah yeah all the time yeah. it's like my main thing you need to so that is your that's your yeah. hobby that's yeah, a hobby. yeah that's a huge hobby yeah i guess i never like looked at it like that because it's more of just my thoughts on paper that's good if that yeah. makes sense yeah, yeah that's just, really good but yeah sometimes those can turn into other things though yeah i just do it and there are things i'll like write them down and be oh, so upset about them and i'll like bring it to my dude because i go every other wednesday and i'll bring it to him and he's like you are so wrong and he'll like look at me and i get so mad at him sometimes i'm like dude even if you're like right about that just fucking lie to me <laughs> you know what i mean no way to tell me that i'm right he's the best he's this big tatted up dude and he was the first dude in my adult life to just be brutally honest with me just like you're fucking nuts and i just like damn dude like maybe <laughs> and no but i appreciate it i don't always appreciate it in the moment but i appreciate someone who's willing to tell me the truth because it's very difficult to do yeah anyone if you ever meet anyone in your life who's willing to be brutally honest with you hang on to that person yeah. because confrontation sucks no one wants to be it's the one so to break good. bad news with somebody but you know what and i have not reciprocated this well in the past but i've had very good friends reach out to family members out of my own well-being and I did not take it very well. And I said oh. awful things, terrible things. I'm very embarrassed about it. But 
I said it, it is what it is, but they did it because it was the right thing to do and they actually cared about me. And now that I'm older and can look back on it in a whole different lens, the realest people in the world. Like, I'm just- They were just trying to help. Just trying to help. And they knew I was gonna trip and I did. And they said it anyway. And it's so fucking cool that I have people like that in my life. Yeah. Very, very lucky. A lot of addicts will, or I mean, a lot of ex-addicts will say, like, you can do and say whatever you want to someone who has an addiction, but it's ultimately them. 100%. Yeah. You can't like, make There can be a hundred people that tell you that you're wrong, but it's, and it did. comes down to you. And I didn't listen to a word. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, you guys are crazy. Yeah. Imagine how crazy I was at the time to think a hundred people telling me the exact same thing. I was like, no, I'm right. Yeah, no, I'm good. It's like, I keep doing what I'm doing. And I laugh at it now, but at the time, I really felt that way. Yeah. I was like, you guys are wrong. Right. Insanity. Like, (laughs) yeah. And it's, it's, it's laughable to me now, but it's like, oh my God, it's embarrassing to think about because that's how I came off to people for years. And I think about it like my parents didn't raise me that way. Mm -hmm. And that was disrespectful for them to have to, because they did, despite what they say. That was disrespectful for them to have to wear the shame of how I was acting. And what do you mean, despite what they say? Oh, maybe I said that wrong. I, I was despite what they say, like your parents, like you no, think I, despite I, what I, your parents say. I meant like they raised me so properly, uh, and okay, yeah, 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 and the way that I was disrespecting that with my actions, because everyone knew. Yeah. I mean, like maybe yeah. people didn't know all the finer details about me, but. Everyone knew I was in a good place. And if you didn't right. notice, quite frankly, you're blind. I don't know. I was fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> and those were in, when I look back on those moments, it's shameful, but I try to look at it like a, a sliding glass door. I recognize it, but I can't go back to that. Mm-hmm. It's there. It's a fact. It happened, but I am not able to go back and still be that guy. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I try to look at it nowadays. Because if I didn't, like, whoof. Yeah. Freaking crap. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta learn to say no to things. You know, and it's, I have trouble saying no to things. But when it comes to, you know, narcotics or whatever, I don't have an issue with saying it. Just because, well, in college, like, it was super easy for me to use, you know, baseball. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I want to do anything. Same with high school, just sports. It always, they always just kind of terrified me. Yeah, yeah I, and that's good because what I became was terrifying. Yeah. Like they, we were taught all the right things growing up. Like, isn't that crazy? But that was—I don't know. Think about how many people from our high school, dude, got addicted to some to, some type of opioid. Quite a bit, and what? I've known, and it's—I it, have. They call it survivor's guilt. I don't know if this is what I want to call, it, but like, I do oftentimes think to myself, like, why me? Because a lot of the people that I was hanging out with down at ASU, they're gone. Oh yeah, quite a bit. And it's it sucks because if you met these people, they were smart, charismatic, loving. They were just sick. They were in a bad place. And I yeah, I, I don't. It sucks because if you met these people just walking on the street, like some nice ass dude. Yeah. But they were just in a fucked up spot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just well, like, you were taking college courses when you were in like eighth grade. What? You were taking like. 
High-level math classes were you know, like English or something? <laughs> no, I don't think that was me. I was doing high-level reading classes and English classes, but never math. Never math. No, high-level English and reading. That's maybe that's what I'm thinking. I told my roommate the other day. I was like, "Yo, I I said this to a teacher in junior high. Maybe we had a math class together in college. Maybe that's the class you came into, and that's why I was thinking of it. Potentially, it must have been a low one. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember telling. I told this to a teacher in like seventh, eighth grade. And this is so crazy. I was like, if anyone ever gives me a piece of paper with letters instead of numbers, I'm going to slap the shit out of them. Like, <laughs> I'm just not understanding algebra. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I just, yeah. So, no, I don't think I was the good math guy. I don't know who that was. <laughs> keep telling people that. I'll take it. I love yeah, algebra. That rumor. That's a good rumor to have. <laughs> For real. It's better than the other one. <laughs> yeah, no, you're definitely a math guy. I was just a pretty face. But Johnny was a math guy. Johnny was also a science nerd. <laughs> I loved science. Johnny was such a science nerd. Johnny one time took an entire test. I sat next to him. They were the exact same test. I copied every single answer <laughs> except one. Because I paused. And I guessed, and no, he it was the only one that I knew on the test, and I knew he got it wrong, and I didn't tell him. Tell me you got a higher score than I got 100. percent He got 98. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Or 97. I took You're a bunch. Just over there like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I took a. I took so many tests for people in high school. He literally Dude. got me an A in that class. <laughs> <laughs> I took Jackson's math final for him one year. <laughs> I think Will did the same for. He Nick he too. took Nick Jones's pre-calc. No, it was I was in that class. It was an English. class class it was a, like uh the final test for a book mm. that we had to read yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and read a whole lot of those books that's what we do i liked school. dude a lot of the books that we were assigned in high school were actually pretty good okay we don't need to talk about the books we were assigned in high school uh, <laughs> great gatsby <laughs> i loved that oh book. the great gatsby they made a good movie on that that's a good I, book honestly it's only I've... like 100 pages long how many perfect yeah. pictures no pi- uh there's one right up my alley how many books do you guys think you've read in your life? A lot. Back in the day, I used to read actually quite a bit. Really? A lot. A lot? Like a thousand? Not that many. Probably like accelerated reader. Yes. I, I used to take that so seriously. I did too, dude. <laughs> like, way too seriously. <laughs> I, I, I did this accelerated reader. You didn't have that? You would, you would it, read it a had book. a little red stripe on the back. And you had to read it and then take a test afterwards, and you had to get so many accelerated reader points. So, like, if you got nine on your postbook test, you might have to get like twenty-five during that trimester. Hmm. Yeah, and there was like a big graph out in the front of the school, <laughs> and you would get stickers for like the points you went up. Yeah, took that way too seriously. I did too. Also cheated. The hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just be like, you read Harry Potter. All, all seven of them, I remember. Dude, like, stand next to me while I take this test. <laughs> Dude, every Harry Potter book got you your points for that, that trimester. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to read quite a bit. I actually do. I always say I want to get back into it, but we'll see. It's I just, hard, it's I just hard read podcasts like, and I YouTube. I read different and... stuff. It's not out of, like, enjoyment any- anymore, really. It's more about knowledge. Like, what kind of knowledge? Just, like, like right if now, I come across something at work and I need to, like, figure out its source or, like, the best way to approach it, you know, you can just Google. Like, I'm, I'm in the finance world, financial planning. And so sometimes there's concepts. Right here. Sometimes there's concepts. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes there's concepts that I need to look up or, like, equations. And then, like, you read about how to apply them, where to use them, things mm-hmm. like that. 
it's just more it's easier now. it's more it's like more efficient it's more it, well the reading the reading i'm doing is much more practical it's not like out of enjoyment like yeah. i'm not reading i used to read fiction books all the time hatchet loved hatchet great book. call of the wild that was a good one so this this question i'm going to ask you might get you another piece of business from someone who's listening if you can explain this correctly okay what is a short squeeze oh well that has to do with options trading i'm not exactly sure the mechanics of it okay well i guess you're not getting any business okay <laughs> no i just watched that movie uh about the big the short Oh, no, about GameStop. So, I mean, it's, it's essentially when it's overshorted, right? When well, stock is overshorted by. Well, so let's just say we have two players, right? Yeah. And Nick has has it shorted at a certain price, right? And he's over levered, right? You can put the short squeeze on him and start driving the price up. And now he owns all these shorts because he wants the price to go down. So if you drive the price up, you're squeezing his short position. He has to unload it and buy the stock. And that drives your price up price further. Up the, ah, so that's a perfect explanation. And yeah. Oh, cool. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> what you just, you said you didn't know the mechanics and now you're saying, and then you just explained it perfectly two seconds later. You just had to think about it for a second. Yeah. Yeah, you had to get me talking a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. See, I'm smart like that. All right, so <laughs> now you're probably going to get another client from that. Hell I think yeah. that a lot of people don't understand that sort of stuff. But that's not exactly what I do. But I, way, I understand. you should know what it is if you're in financial planning. If you're in financial services in general, you should have knowledge on all things finance. Right. But I guess... Like a little bit of knowledge. But like that's not like the focus of what I do. That's very high-level trading strategy. Like that's what you would see on like the floor of like a like a broker dealer or something like that. I work in a financial planning service, right? It's kind of more personal, right? Money yeah. doctor. Yep. You're looking at people's expenses, seeing how much they make, and making sure that they're putting all their stuff in the right buckets, and keeping people accountable. Honestly, I have a financial advisor, and I love having a financial advisor. Yeah. Like it, anyone who doesn't have a financial advisor should have a financial advisor. When you're going to make a big decision, like purchase another property or purchase a car or whatever it is, and just to get it okay and be like, hey, like talk it through with someone and be like, I'm doing this because of this and I can use this. And Yeah. I mean, it's it also adds like a lens that isn't involved in the emotion of it. Yeah. It helps you. You can make a pros and cons list from the outside without mm -hmm. being like tied to it and just be like factual, you know? Yeah, some people don't see the value in it, and I, I think some people just don't see the value in anything. Like some people don't see the value in realtors because they get realtor fees, and it's like, well, yeah, they're selling it. Yeah, but I don't want to sell go out and find the house, you know, fifty thousand dollars, and realtors work their tail off, dude. Rachel Miller, you guys know Rachel Miller. She helped me with my shout out. Yeah, <laughs> she helped me find my condo, and she was working like eight months pregnant with twins, and I was like. I can probably wrap it up from here. Like, you go lay down. Woman. <laughs> no, that's good. Honestly. Yeah, that's dude, what you want. Shout out you want to her. Yeah, hands on so that you recommend them to the next person. Yeah, yeah. The home buying process. Are you living in? Are you still in EP? No, Bloomington. Mm -hmm. I live right across the street from the airport. Ah, really? Mm -hmm. 
Do you travel a lot? No. Uh, no. Like, for personal stuff, yeah. But yeah. not for, like, work. No, Joe, my roommate does Joe. He travels constantly. And uh, I used to work in Egan, so it just, like, kind of made sense. But now I don't have an office or anything, so. Do you like that, kind of being outside, just cruising around the city? I'm getting used to it. Do you I, like it? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. But it's it, it's so How new. How long has it been? Three months. Oh, so yeah. new. It's so new. And so new. I'm dealing with a way different type of people. I mean, everyone is so much smarter than me. My title is neuroscience in it. Wow. Right? Seriously? Yeah. No, That's and like, wild. No, and it's really cool, and I'm grateful, but it's just like... It's not logistics. Yeah. Yeah. When I was talking to the, my last shot, was, I was getting cussed out every day. And just, it was crazy. <laughs> just getting threatened. And now I'm just talking to brilliant people. It's yeah. just way different. It's cool. I'm grateful. And yeah, it's, it's cool. It's good to be thrown into those um, tough situations. Yeah. Tough it, conversations. Well, it, make, it makes you like push yourself. So you're probably getting smarter just by interacting with these people. Dude. They uh, oh for sure yeah the company I work for is based in Cambridge and I went out there I had never felt so out of place like it was crazy everyone was had thirteen degrees and it was insane but it was so uncomfortable that I, I I think I get what you're saying like that's a good thing yeah like when you have to grow and everyone's going out and I'm like studying until like two a.m. because we had to pass these tests I'm like I don't know this shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I had to like relearn all stuff I barely paid attention to in high school and college. <laughs> yeah, isn't but, that isn't that funny? Where it, you at some at some point somebody like something comes up and you're like, I really should have fucking paid attention when that was yeah. going down. Yeah. Economics, <laughs> all of it. Like, yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I guess. I just I think I mean even like geometry comes in handy when you're fixing stuff around your house. Dude, I I really like house like building stuff. Like I went over, Jackson just finished his basement and I went over there and helped him frame his walls. He had this nail gun. It was literally like a gun. You loaded the nail in nail gun. and like you put a little bullet in there and you, you put a sleeve of them. Is yeah. it the green one? Or, no, no he, he, it was his. He bought one. Yeah, he did. He got the it, same his one. was a single so, shot. So where's yours? In the bag. <laughs> Check it out. Should we, some, should we hit some pop cans? <laughs> Dude, it's actually really fun. Did you guys see, um, Rogan freaking arrow that Tesla. Oh yeah, it did nothing. Yeah, it just made like a tiny little mark. <laughs> Joe Rogan's like, a bitch. He was like what? I can take it. <laughs> he had to be 20, 30 yards away. He was he might have been closer than that, dude. And like, that like your couch was, away. Like that arrow was humming. And yeah. Musk was so confident. Like, yeah. yeah, let's go. Well didn't so, one of his <laughs> didn't he show it in like one of the windows break? Like yes. years ago, that's yeah. probably why they did they that. They gave the like initial, but I think the that unveiling. was just more for the look, right? That wasn't actually. For, like, <laughs> yeah, the, the thing was made out of just cardboard. Optically <laughs> looked terrible. Though. Yeah, like, things indestructible. First swing breaks. It, it, that car, that truck is crazy. Like its capability. You mean? I can't wait to see the first one of those on the road. Yeah, I haven't seen one. Aren't, are they supposed to be self driving? Just came out, I think. Are they just people just started getting their orders? Really. Yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure. You or guys they keep are, talking. I'm in or they are soon. <laughs> what do you think of the uh, the fun bus? <laughs> it's pretty good. Mine's kind of foamy. Yeah, mine was as well. I also have Guinness in the back, too, if you don't like it. So. Ugh. You're not a Guinness guy? No. Really? 
This time of year, no Guinness? Nah. In the winter? What do you like? None of it. Just drink it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not the one. I don't really like... I know some people sit down on a Tuesday and have a couple glasses of wine and stuff like that. That's not me. Yeah, not, not me. I... Yeah, I barely... Like, I'll have one beer. I probably have zero to five drinks a week. Yeah, it's pretty good. Because... I have zero to five drinks in a week, and then on a weekend I go nuts. You know what I really? mean? Really? Like, or like on a Friday or Saturday or something like that. Yeah. And like, where where do you go? What do you do? Oh, man, where? I don't even like know the spots when you're, you know, Honestly, 30, 31. Yeah, no spot really. <laughs> a patio, a yeah. local eatery, Chili's. Um, I think I just wherever the homies are, like wherever yeah. the friends are. I don't. We lock us in a closet. I don't care. Like <laughs> as, as long as I'm with like good people, for real. Like as long as I'm. I like, just came back to lock <laughs> me in a closet. <laughs> as long as I'm with people that I like, love hanging out with. I don't care I what we're doing. Like yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's right. like when we go golfing. I love. Dude, that. you're one of the best guys to golf with. I'm the it's, perfect amount of bad or good, however you want to look at well, it. Well, you can like you hit just, the ball. I mean, it's not necessarily straight all the time. Ever. And I love that about you because you could be hacking it and hacking it, and you're just like, well, I guess I'll get another ball. Less <laughs> <laughs> like, an ideal like, hop. So, or you'll just hop in the cart and be like, I'm done with this ball. <laughs> <laughs> but you can actually like swing the club. Like, you can like oh, yeah. make a shot. Yeah, like there are 100%. days. He's there capable. are days when I like do, I'm like, this is great. And you hit a hole in one yeah. at the hardest hole I check around. <laughs> and then when I play bad, I'm like, this is expected. This is what I kind of figured. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like when you start shooting low 70s and shit like that, you're like, you go with that expectation. I go with the expectation. Like, it better not rain. Yeah. That's all, <laughs> that's all I and care And if it about. does, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, dude. Clubhouse. Four, <laughs> yeah, meet me at the car. <laughs> dude, four hours on the course with a good group of dudes. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, that is a really fun time. I, I just love like hanging out with the guy. Like, there's nothing funnier to me than just dumb guys being dumb guys. Oh, it's amazing. It's the best. Like, it we're so amazing. stupid. Yes, yeah, I, I love it. Like, <laughs> you ever when at a football game when they just scan the crowd with a camera and you just see one dude wearing like an all like a Bears game? He's running an all bear outfit. And he's like sixty. <laughs> I'm like that guy probably rocks. Like, <laughs> probably. Hell yeah. I'd love to be that guy's neighbor. Yeah, it's yeah. That guy's probably the best. Yeah, neighbor. dude. On Sunday, you wake up. He's over there grilling already at seven in the morning. You just walk over there, like, hey Jim, mind if I get a dog? It's like negative ten. Yeah. But like he's got shorts on. You're like Jim rocks. Yeah. He yeah. shovels. He shovels your driveway with his four wheeler, whatever he's got. Yeah. You know? <laughs> hasn't worked in 20 years because he sold a business for three million dollars and is somehow just still living on that that's literally my dream <laughs> that'd be super I, cool i don't spend a lot of money i would love just living in the middle of nowhere as long really? as the could come visit for a little bit yeah yeah as i've gotten older though yeah i know that's very you would have to write you would have to write books i think i don't know it would you just... probably could the last guy we had on the podcast was an author. He Word. just finished his second book. Yeah, I just don't have the like patience. It You're was... capable of that. You should you should start with short stories. You know, you were talking about like you think about the next best thing or like uh, sitting around the fire. What happens if we're in the club? Write a short story about how you get from the fire to the club, and then maybe that kind of satisfies that itch. Maybe I don't know. I. I don't know. I'm pretty content with the way things are, which in a sense isn't great in itself because being content kind of just means in my mind complacent a bit. Well, I but... feel like you, well, you're in something new. Yeah. So Yeah, you're still learning that. Content is maybe the wrong word because you're still learning. Mm, and yeah. like you're trying to figure out what you're doing right now. Yeah, for sure. In a new role. 
Yeah, no, definitely. It's it, been, yeah. I mean, it takes six months to 18 months to learn a job. Yeah. Like, to fully understand a job. Yeah. No, it's definitely a good thing. And I think when you're constantly, or I keep saying that, but when you're doing new things, it's just, you're growing, and that's all I'm trying to do. I don't even know if I'm going to like it, but it's new and different. And I started feeling like I was plateauing at my last job. Uh, and I, just, yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it. It wasn't even so much a money thing. It was I... No, felt, I know that feeling. When you're waking up doing the same thing every day... And feeling growth. I started getting like this anxiety where like, I know what I'm doing today. I'm good at it. I'm not going to get... It's like, but that was the problem. It was, mm-hmm. it was boring. Mm-hmm. And it was like... That's content. You know what? My dad's content. So when I got the reason I got a business owner. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. When I got this job, I met a girl at a party and she ended up being super high up and I had no idea. And I told her no at first. And my my dad calls me and he, he's like, insane. Like, what do you (laughs) do? Because on paper, this job, this job I have now is so much better than my last one. And I was just like, People on my lap, like people to place on my now, like respect me. I'm a manager. Like they come to me for advice. Like there's different forms of currency other than just dollars. Right. <laughs> and he goes, and this is truthfully the catalyst to like what made me do this new job. Was he goes, why don't you go be bad at something for once? You might learn something. And I was just like, fuck, that made a lot of sense. And like I hated it because it was true. Because the reason why I didn't want to leave is because I was like. This is going to be, I'm going to have to start at the bottom. And that's going to be hard. Exactly hard. Yeah. But I'm lazy sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to start over. Yeah. And, but it was the, it's probably for the best. And I think I maybe said it at the start of this. Was I try to get good advice from people that I know want the best for me. Mm. And truthfully, are probably smarter and more wise than me. I mean, he's been living for 70 years. Who the hell am I to be like, no, you're wrong. What? <laughs> so yeah, that was. Wait, your dad's seventy years old. Yeah, he's. Uh, my mom was his second marriage. Oh so. wow! Yeah. I, I didn't know that. that. I never knew that. I've, I've never met your parents. Yeah, I have. They're wrong. You you have an older brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be an uncle. So that hell was, yeah, congratulations, yeah, dude! Super excited for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Add your yeah. babies to the family. Hmm. Babies are nuts. <laughs> Got me off Kids the hot seat for a little bit. So yeah. Oh, I bet every holiday. Are you you're single, brutal, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. And it's always are you what's what are you dating? How's your life? How's the dating life? Find anyone? Yeah, it's tough. I got a girl I work with, you know, her name's Maggie. And then I'd love to go like, out with you. Yeah. I'll get a, I'll get a text like on a Saturday and my mom will be like, Hey, I met this girl last night. It has a daughter. I'm like, stop. Stop right now. In love, your tracks. Love that you care that much to <laughs> but please God stop. Like, Do you ever go on dates? Yeah. So I this is definitely one thing that a lot of people have actually like asked me about over the last few years. I have I had a pretty big difficulty in wanting to get into a relationship because I felt like I had very little to offer at the time. And I didn't want to get and I don't say that demeaning to myself. I say that because I was still working on myself and still in a position where I was trying to figure my shit out. So I don't want to bring you into a situation where it's like, what? I didn't want to get into a situation where I was bringing someone into something where I was into your bullshit or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I just, yeah, I don't know. So I had, I do date, but it is 
more difficult for me to fully like latch onto a situation. And that's actually kind of one thing too that, so back in college, I was dating this girl off and on and it was so tumultuous. And when it was good, it was good. When it was bad, it was bad. It was the definition of toxic. And we would go to Vegas. We would do the craziest stuff and it was fun. It was exciting. It was new. It was lust. It was that sort of type of a relationship. Yeah. Not very practical for anything long-term sustainability, but that relationship was so bad, but I loved this chick. Like it was insane. I was head over heels. And from that time frame, and it ended very poorly. What do you think it was that you loved? Or you were made I think I was in a position of vulnerability where we were both new in school and we were both just trying to like figure our way. And it sounds crazy to think that I'm this caught up on something that happened like a decade ago, but it fucked me up that like in that type of a way where it ended so poorly that I'm truthfully just kind of scared to jump into things like that. It's much easier. And this is something that I'm actually like constructively trying to work on because I want to be in a relationship, but it's just like, I don't want to potentially deal with like the pain of a not good one. And I understand. Yeah. You know, I understand. I mean, it does suck. You're a little traumatized. Yeah, probably. And I, uh, I, I think I'm at a position now where I don't think I'm like a catch, but shit, I'm not bad, you know? Not at and all. yeah, and it was like, not so at all, bro. I do actively think about I'm probably going to start dating again, but it's definitely a conflict in my head where I'm like, it, I don't want to. I don't want to go through that again. Yeah, and that's. Get hurt again. But you always hear like you'd rather love than not love at all. You always hear those like cliche statements, and it's probably true, but I don't know. I'm like, I mean, if you're in a good spot, like, be picky. I want a relationship. Be super picky. I want, because, like, that looks fun to me. Right? Like, being with a teammate. Oh, because I promise you, I, I ain't take care of nobody. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, and I wouldn't want anyone to take care of me because no, I've yeah, lived that life yeah, of absolutely. just that, uh, what's that word? Uh, Leaning on someone. Yeah, like, but there's a. Constantly, uh, they, they, they use, there's a phrase they use where you're too wrapped up in each other's shit. I can't remember what it's called, but oh, um, codependent, codependent, exactly. Nice, Yanni. And uh, yeah, no, that's why I'm here. It <laughs> is. Someone had to. Be. You're googling something over there too. I'm Don't, looking at the. Uh, you're messing with the audio, are you? No, I'm looking at the watches you've been uh, searching. Oh man, there's. You're looking through my history. Whew. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's. If anyone wants to know, it's uh, Ro- uh, Rolexes, Seikos. Um, Good for you, Bauer. Jesus. <laughs> I just look. I just look. I look at there's, houses uh, and I look at watches. <laughs> I look at There's Sorrel Youth Snow Commander snow boots for kids. I yep. wonder who those are for. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There Could we go. Yeah. You're, you like watches. I do love watches. You're, you're wearing a Hamilton. I am. I see that thing. Yeah. I actually have not. I've only seen one Hamilton in person. Only held one, I guess, at uh, Watches of Switzerland. Where'd you get this? Watches of Switzerland, Mall of America. Good spot. Shout out. But also, Continental Diamond is a good spot, too, in St. Louis Park. Yeah, that's a nice watch. And they, these are, like, really affordable watches. Exactly. 
that's kind of the thing. I never wanted to be the guy that was going to overextend himself to buy something that... Really cool history, though. Didn't they supply uh, watches for the army in, like, the 40s or it's something? Actually one of, so it's an American-made That's cool. Yeah. Really? They, supri- they supplied the World War II soldiers with their watches? I, think so. I don't know about that, but I do know it's American-made. I'm pretty sure Hamilton was involved with a Maybe. war. I know Tudor's been involved with a war, too. Maybe Rolex, even. Um, Rolex would have been for the Brits. Diving. Watch companies are crazy how long they've been around. It's nuts. Like, well, I saw your tweet today, Richard Meal. They've only oh, been yeah. around since 2001. I know. I, I got to look to see how that tweet's been doing. Oh, there's something I can Google. I was watching a YouTube video today, and the guy was wearing a Richard Milley. And I was like, I don't know if I could ever put that on my wrist. I would cut it off. I would cut off your arm. That thing is, it takes up, it goes across your entire wrist. It's so big. And, and they're so obnoxious. I would just think to myself, I'm like, I could literally buy a house with my forearm right now. Like that, that's yeah. kind of my hang up on that. I mean, some of those are north of a million dollars. Dude, if you're ever in a position to be buying watches like that, that's such champagne problems. Like, that would be so awesome. Multi-built. Yeah, you'd hope so. What, yeah. How can a watch cost a million dollars? Exclusivity. Like, just yeah. diamonds? Like Exclusivity, yeah. exactly. I don't know. It's kind of just... And probably, um, like, a little bit of the mechanics. And no, I'm sure they're very much they're paying the watchmaker. Yeah. I'm sure they're very well made, but, like, let's be real. There's nothing worth that that's going to go on your forearm like that. At least in my opinion. But they're cool. And I like watches. I just think yeah. about how much you can buy with that. Yeah, right? She's That's crazy. Just you for could, something to sit on your wrist. But you people do the same thing for shoes. Yeah. They do the same thing for dresses and clothing and suits. It's kind of just like to each his own. Like everyone's Dude, got their thing. Right? You can buy a, the most expensive guitar out there is probably $1.5 million. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. And you know what? I kind of look at it as long as you're not hamstringing yourself. Like you're not, not paying rent anymore, mortgages right. or stuff like that. Then you know what? Do you. Good for you. Like, oh, yeah. You want to gift yourself a yeah. little watch? I mean, shit. I woke up every day at 5 in the morning for five straight years. Like, I'm not going to feel bad about nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> seriously. 2 a.m. phone calls, that shit. Like, no. Like, I really? don't. Well, yeah. Like, I don't need to. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For your I, job? Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, oh, a truck's missing. I'm like, always. Yeah. I'm like, no <laughs> shit. Of course. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I'm in Tulsa? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to come pick you up. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. Why am I your first call? Call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> and then call her after hours, and then they can put you in contact maybe with Are you guys else. talking for eight? No. Talking for eight. I don't have to talk for eight anymore, but. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, dude, freight was, is such a popular career in Minnesota. I feel like so many people that we know either work for Coyote, C.H. Robinson. We ship in the United States. I I guess I didn't even realize how big of an industry. How do you think this stuff gets to where you're at? Well, I just never even thought about it, like, until after college. It's a grind, too, and they usually try to two-year and out people. They just turn and burn, like... They hire a bunch of young kids from college because what else are you going to do? You're straight out of college. And, and I mean, I'm not trying to knock it, but it's not, it doesn't seem like it takes too much. Um, like you don't have to pass any tests to do it or anything like that. Not, you know what I mean? Not at all. I literally got the job because I was like, I can talk to people. Yeah. Or like, that's pretty much, I was, yeah, it's really all it is. Mm-hmm. Just say no occasionally. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to do all the HR trainings. Sure. <laughs> the HR the, training at a logistics company. All the fishing 
trainings you have to do. I did fail a fishing test one time. <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you? What, yeah, what, what did the one. email say? Man, it was so shitty. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, what happened was it was right after COVID and they decreased everyone's pay by 10%, like blanket across mm-hmm. the company. And I got an email from what I believe to be our HR director in one letter was like off. And then I ended up clicking it, big orange screen pops up. They're like, you're a dumbass. And then then I was friends with like the main IT dude, Chewy. And I was like, I'm not taking that test. And finally, after like a month or two, he's like, yeah, you got to take that. They're actually like pissed. I'm like, fair enough. Yeah, I'll take that, I guess. Yeah, in in hindsight, when I looked at the email, I was like, god damn. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have failed that. Yeah, it was just like bright orange. I'm like, damn like do you guys get like uh obviously you guys get the anti-fishing ones but like you know workplace harassment do you guys have to do the the, those things i hate those just because they take up like so much time in your day just to like yeah yeah. if you watch every single minute of every single one but i think (laughs) that 99 percent of people probably have another tab open (laughs) true yeah, like and are like still working while those tests are true. in the, the diversity training. Yeah. Yes, it's basically, like, it's just, all common the, sense. Well, it's basically just don't be an asshole. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like don't touch people. <laughs> oh, oh no way! <laughs> like, oh, really? That's it? Some of them are so ridiculous. It's like I can't <laughs> oh, tell so Janet ridiculous. that she's the hottest girl in the office. No way! No. Oh no! Oh, I thought that was company policy. I had to do that. <laughs> Why am I working here? Though? That wasn't that wasn't in the company contract. I'm pretty sure I saw that. Wow, it's honestly it was a selling point to me. Yeah, no things. If I work for a pretty big company now, so we have all those things, like all of them. I've done like a hundred of them at this point. I feel like. Think about that. When you... someone like needs that, someone <laughs> that they hire because companies hire and fire so many people per year. Someone needs to see that training and be like, hey. Don't touch Jenny on the shoulder when you go. <laughs> and it's her. so sad that there are probably people who actually don't know some of these things. Oh, it's like crazy. I do, yeah. Like, but you are how are you raised? You're just like walking so into a like, building, like, let me talk about politics. I'm like, dude, <laughs> this was the place it's you decided. Eight thirty, dude. Yeah. Let's chill. On Tuesday, you decided this was going to be Hot Take Tuesday. (laughs) This is is where we're at. Like, no. Yeah, so I'm sure they have their reasons and whatever, but I think a lot of it's simply just be a decent human being. Yeah, it's like have a little little feel. You'll be be just fine. But I've been known to make some mistakes, so maybe I need to be in those meetings. (laughs) Who knows? Think about the people that, like, make those, like, little skits. They, their job is to make just some. I would kill to be in one of those. <laughs> be the best. Be laughing so hard. Oh, can you imagine? What did Nick do wrong in this situation? Was it a got some Quentin Tarantino angles? Like, what's going on? Yeah, no, that would be incredible. I would just live for a moment like that. I'd get fired, but it would be the best twenty minutes ever. Think about the, the, I mean, the companies that sell those, the companies like are making hand over fist. The HR videos? Yeah, because I guarantee we all go through the same exact training. Probably. Just the generic, like, yeah, I don't doubt that at all. And it's just, it goes by companies size probably not even it just goes like everyone oh, pays for the service exactly no because like small companies are gonna pay for that right you're gonna hire an acting crew <laughs> to not touch jenny <laughs> <laughs> like it's so laughable to me but it's crazy like this is the thing we have to do in our life. 
Dude, how, I mean, how mortifying must it be that, like, there's dudes that will do that, and then, like, the chick in the workplace, like, how uncomfortable for her I that mean, must be. I you don't be. see it. Like, I've never seen it. I've not never seen work. that. I've heard yeah. some people say some out-of-pocket stuff before, but never in the sense where it was like, Dude, you should, probably, <laughs> you should take a lap around the park. Right. Probably not say that at work, man. Come back in and try again. You're so lucky you said that to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> said that to the one person in the office who wasn't going to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm trying to think now about like if I've heard any. I mean, some people like will get up and yell at the office, or like you know, in freight, like how some oh. people yell at. Or you hear people screaming at each other in the corner. And, like, I was telling somebody the other day, I had a guy who one time was like, I'm going to come up to Egan, Minnesota and kill you. Egan. I I think I responded, please do. Yeah, I'll meet meet you in Egan. Because my job is to talk to people like you, and I'm not having fun. So, sucks. Just constantly threatened and stuff like that. And I hate to say it, I kind of miss, like, some of that stuff because it kept the day lively. But then I'd go home at night and be like, I literally just got threatened to kill me twice today yeah that's that was actually my nine to five yeah that's the freaky part i know i don't know why these beers do that did someone drop them no you're good this thing it's got like a coat on it but i can grab you something too yanni is this your jacket yeah i'll just use your jacket is that chill absolutely not (laughs) drink 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 Yeah, I don't know why these do this. It's kind of annoying, though. Should I return them? <laughs> return one. I got them at Glen Lake. Glen Lake Liquors. Look at it, it's doing it again. Oh Jesus my gosh. <laughs> I think you gotta drink a little through the phone. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> This part out. (laughs) I'm not the one doing the editing. I'm supposed to be doing the Googling. I haven't really had anything to Google, though. No, that's a good thing, honestly. I haven't ran into it too many times. I didn't even know we were starting when we started, but that's actually probably like a perfect way to do it, to be honest. Yeah, because I always do it. If I would have almost known, I probably would. We were talking about this with Hart. I don't like doing an intro either. Like, I don't like being like, welcome back to the Bauer Hour with Mitch Bauer and Nick Eglin and Alex Yanni Johnson. <laughs> I would actually like a soundboard, so if Nick said something funny, sound- I could do like a little pew, like there a laser actually, or something. There is a soundboard. I'll figure that out later. Yeah. Start pressing buttons. <laughs> yeah, right here. Dude, I, I was watching on YouTube before I came over here. Um, Kill Tony. Do you guys know what that is? Isn't that... It's hilarious, Isn't dude. Isn't that at Rogan's yeah. um, so it's another comedian. comedy club? It's another comedian, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. He um, always has like a guest host comedian, right? But what they do is everybody in the bar puts their name in a bucket, and then he just pulls from the bucket. And if your name gets pulled, you go up to the stage and you do a minute of stand-up comedy, and then they, the comedians kind of roast their set afterwards. It's, no way. I've seen, they're pretty funny. I've seen a couple clips It's funny. Before. I was watching it on YouTube before I came. It's really funny. Wow. That would be fun. It's good shit. No, it's a good be show. The best. Yeah. Imagine going there with like 20 of your friends and one of them gets called up there. Yeah. That would be the best. That would be awesome. And then he gets roasted by like two or three professional comedians if he does bad. <laughs> or what if he makes them laugh? Then they, they compliment him. If you do right. good, he has like little prizes. Yeah. I think one of them like 
worked his way up to be on like tour with one of those guys now yeah like, i does think, yeah, yeah i think a couple of them actually some people go there to like get discovered is that the guy that's like i like rocks because <laughs> i've seen a lot of clips of that guy <laughs> on kill tony you guys haven't seen that guy i don't think so he's like i'm gonna tell you guys something and like it's kind of weird but I like rocks. <laughs> and then he takes a rock out of his pocket. What? And he goes, I just like touching them and feeling them and looking at them. This I is love doing stories like this because I'm like, maybe I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, what? You just carried around a pet rock was a thing, though. That was a real thing. Did you have, Did you a, have pet rock? a pet rock? Did you guys? No. I don't think so. I didn't. <laughs> I was like, what? I thought that was like 80s, but maybe. I don't know. I remember I remember when we got freaking TiVo and it was a huge deal. Like, I was fucking stoked. I never had TiVo. What's TiVo? It was like the first the recording device. You could TiVo? stop live TV? What? You don't oh, know really? TiVo? Yeah, no. I remember Reed Mordhorse had one and he like taped over the top 10 of uh, MTV every day. Uh, and then he the would be able to watch M- tv like the the top it, 10 songs or yeah something? or like the top 10 music videos uh, when they actually played music <laughs> videos yeah it, it would be like nelly ride with me or whatever that song is or like a ludicrous like Hell song yeah i wonder Two. if they still do that no, no dude mtv is like 16 and pregnant now uh, or just reruns of rob uh rob Deerdeck's tosh point oh show you know what i'm talking about rob yeah. Deerdeck had a ridiculousness yes Oh, it's like compared it to Tosh. Yeah, it's very similar though. And then that blonde girl is just annoying as hell. Yeah, she's just sitting there laughing, clapping. She's like a rapper, isn't she? Sure, Giselle. (laughs) Sure, I'm a rapper. (laughs) Catch me at a party freestyle in the corner, and then (laughs) I feel like you could spit a rhyme or two. Dude, no, I would try, and it was never good. But I was always that dude in the corner like yo you, you got time <laughs> you know, i want to i want to hear your flow you know you know who did that a lot too Ooh. howie oh yeah oh rap yeah, yeah he always rapped yeah no i'm definitely not Everybody good at at all nick uh, rapped all the time nick nick did rap all Will the time rap? you rap you never I, tr- I, tr- I feel like you never rap i would try i think we all sometimes. went through a phase where i would be at a party and there'd be like five dudes in the corner girls just shaking their heads someone's trying to freestyle yeah <laughs> for sure I, I just was never good at it so it was like none of us were good at it even the ones that were supposedly good at it we were just like trying to convince ourselves we weren't the biggest fools <laughs> we were also 15 yeah stupid oh probably not shit I'll do like that we, like we did that older weekend. than 15 <laughs> what are you guys up to man? we, we got, got the mics already yeah for real should we stop the podcast and make a rap album Jeez. let's just make a rap album on the podcast <laughs> alright while we're recording you, you do the beats Act, you're on the vocals and I'll play a little background guitar <laughs> Or Yanni can play the background guitar. I feel like you're good at background guitar. I'm just good at playing the guitar, dude. You're not like looking up anything weird on my computer, are you? No. Yeah, and he's like on um, a private screen. <laughs> Incognito <laughs> mode, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I just got an iPhone the other day. I fucking hate it. Been trying to figure it out. Did you lose your phone uh, a couple weekends ago? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, I was with y'all. Yeah, yes. I was with you guys. Yeah. And no, I left like, it back at the apartment. And wasn't that a brand new phone? Yeah, literally like two days old. Yeah. Yeah, and then Carl's girlfriend, she's like, no, I think you left it at the apartment. And I was like, God, I hope so. Oh, Ooh. so same phone. Yeah. And you no. don't like the iPhone? No. 
No, you went. Did was, you change because of the green text? Dude, I was just getting. Did you get too much crap? A lot. Really? Like, oh, all the time. Like, I'm in a group chat with very good friends of mine. Some of them I have baby pictures with, and they were like, we're going to kick out the chat. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because you're not blue? And then they were. Uh, no, I started this new job, though, and then we have a text group chat. And then, and this is a honest to God real story. I have like a mentor girl they give you. They like give you like a mentor person to like help you with shit. And one day she was like talking to me and she's like, yeah, we got to get you back in the group chat. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not in it. She's like, oh, no, no, no. We, uh, when every time we laughed or liked something, it would send us a new text. So we all talked and we just like didn't want you in it. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and I had never been so flabbergasted slash like laughing my ass off. I was like, it's the most brutally honest shit I've ever heard in my life. And then literally, it's hilarious. it was hilarious. I got, hilarious. An, I got an iPhone like two days later. I got a text from my boss. And he goes, like, adding Nick back into the chat. I'm like, this was a real ass thing. I thought she was like kind of kidding when she said it. No, they literally kicked me out the chat. So I was like, I should probably get an iPhone. That's, That's crazy. It was hilarious. iPhone though. users are just beating down Android users. Dude, I got beaten in a submission. You gotta get an iPhone. It was tough, but... The blue message, how much power the blue message has is absurd. Well, you know what they did? They fucking made it so it doesn't cross over well, so you're pressured into buying their product. Exactly. I found out I wasn't getting voice memos, too. Love a good voice message. Like, some of those one amers, And then I... That was actually probably the main catalyst when I was like, I've been missing out on gold for years. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. The 3 a.m. when people are just singing into their phone. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Gotta get that. I have an iPhone and I have an Android. My Android, I call my bat phone. My wife is the only one that has the number. Really? So, like, if I go golfing or do anything outside of the house, I guess not golfing. I haven't done golfing. <laughs> I need my iPhone at It home. goes on. You just throw it in the water. Like, yeah. oh, no. no, the bat phone doesn't ring. <laughs> it's emergencies only. Kids in the hospital, call that phone. That's what that's for. Because I used to, like, if I went someplace with my wife, I would leave my phone at home and just be like, you have a phone. And then she'd be like, can you pull up maps? Oh, you don't have your phone. That's can you awesome. Play music? Yeah. yeah. So you're telling me I mean, you went out and just enjoyed each other's company? No way. Well, nah. He's <laughs> like, I'm not saying all that. I enjoy the, the pot word. for sure. <laughs> By not having my phone, it's uh, stirring the pot. It's, it's kind of sometimes tough to avoid stirring the pot. Yeah. And I think that's for all of us, men and women. Sometimes, like, I, I poke for sure. And Amy and I talked about this on the last episode. I instigate things. I don't know why, but like if I see her getting riled up, I'll get her more riled up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's introspective of you because, like, honestly, a lot of people would just be like, you're crazy or you're wrong or you're nuts or you know right. what I mean? So, yeah, that's definitely trying to be aware of it. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. that's true for 99% of the battle or 90% of the battle. It's just being willing to actually look and be like, Maybe I'm wrong. Cause I feel like very few people do that nowadays. And I get it. I used, yeah. I think it's kind of coming back around, to be completely it honest. It is coming back around, but you don't get that feeling all the time. You, know? yeah. you get that feeling every once in a while. Yeah. I feel like you used to get the feeling where like everyone kind of had that attribute to them. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I think 
culture's kind of shifting a little bit away from maybe it's just because we're getting older and I don't notice the things. Like I feel like I'm so removed from pop culture. Like really? I, what kind of pop culture? Well, I'm just talking about like if you ask me what's the number one song, I would have no idea. You'd say that. I couldn't tell you either. Or like Zeppelin. who won? Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you who won it in 1973, but like yeah, but I no, idea, no. So. who was that? No, I actually can't. Well, you said that you could. It was a joke, Mitch. I don't take jokes lightly. I know you don't. <laughs> you know me. No joking. Not on this podcast. Yeah. Well, we better get Eck off then. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, Nick, I you've given me some belly laughs. I remember back in the day, I feel like we had some, like, you had some pool, like, parties or pool get-togethers and stuff, and you were one of the funniest guys in the entire world. I remember leaving. Thanks, man. Whenever we would hang out, I'd be like, Nick Eklund is so funny. Yeah, and I don't even know. Sometimes I just, like, it just comes out of my head or whatever. I don't even, like, sometimes I'm actively trying to make people laugh and I assure you, there are times when... You're very quick. I, so, like, yeah. your timing is, like... Your timing on your jokes is... It's gotten me in trouble, though, for sure. For but, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've definitely been said two things. Yeah. Because it's out of pocket. Yeah. And, like, I'm aware of that. And when I say it, even, I'm like, oh, fuck. But like, usually it's funny. Like, <laughs> I, but, I dude, would not everything that's funny or true needs to be said. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I swear, I've been in next to you when you've said something like that, and I'm, like, sitting there, like, <laughs> like if I could see the person's pissed, so I'm, like, trying not to laugh. When we were on the phone with that, when we were on that phone with the, uh, on the phone call together with that girl the other day, oh, yeah. I was, like, dying. Yeah. Normal, like, be normal. <laughs> he made a joke, and it just went right over oh, her she head, and she was, like, what? And he was, like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my pin number yeah, yeah. we were talking about that i didn't have a pet rock yeah i can't even remember what i said you guys have a pet rock but... i don't know i don't want to take myself too seriously like i've done no, that before and i fucking hate it yeah. Like, yeah i don't know man i know i think you're at your best self when you're cracking jokes i mean and it's i feel like more comfortable that way like i lived my life really depressed and really angry and really bitter for years and i just don't want to do that and I know sometimes I'm too nonchalant and too jokey for certain situations. Like, I recognize that. And there's occasionally times I'm like, I should have been a little more, like, sensitive. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm aware of that. And I, I'm not always perfect, but I feel like, at least at my age and my maturity level now, I'm willing to, like, introspectively look at it and be like, you were, you, you were fucking up. <laughs> 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 Straight up. And, so yeah and that's that's where i am i'm appreciative that i'm actually able to be like honest with myself because i used to fool myself and just say things that were blatantly not true so and sometimes it's like that's just how you cope with things yeah it's through humor 100 mm -hmm. oh uh, i definitely do yeah like i don't know people talk about Oh, it's frightening, you know, laughing at a funeral or whatever. And it's like, yeah, it is really frightening. But that's just unfortunately how some people yeah. cope with things. Well, my uncle. And everybody cries. My uncle just passed. Yeah. And uh, he was always a goofy guy. And it's like, he wouldn't want us to be like sad. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're laughing at a joke that. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah, I whatever. would feel that same exact way. Yeah. I would never want anyone to be at my funeral just 
pouting. I would get why that would be natural for certain people. Yeah. But it was like, I don't feel bad. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I have very little. Honestly, I feel like I've lived more of a life than most people, to be real. Yeah. And a lot of it was shitty, but it was still an experience. We and still got a long way to go. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, but it, who knows, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I just wouldn't want anyone to collectively get together and be disappointed or sad in an instance that was revolved around me. Like, that would make me feel bad. I'm not sure. saying we got to throw, like, fireworks up or anything like that, but... Fireworks would be nice. No, that mine. Sick, but... <laughs> Who's ever listening, if you're planning the funeral, rem- remind the person fireworks <laughs> is necessary for me. Yeah, no, seriously, I don't know. Do you I guys, mean, uh, this might be a little bit of a odd question, but have you thought about whether you want to be uh, like cremated and spread or like Ooh, good buried. question. Cheapest route. I don't even know what that is. Really? Oh yeah, I don't give a shit. No. I think I'd like to be burned. I think I'd want. I'd like to be cremated. I think I'd want to be burned and like have my ashes put in like um, like a a tree like sapling. Mm. Oh, so you like grow into a tree? You want to yeah. be a tree, bro? You want to be a tree out in the cold? What kind of tree you want to be? Big oak tree. <laughs> Really? Ooh. And then you die and they come chop you down. Yeah, and then or you're become... not dead yet and they trim you and they're just cutting your limbs off and you can't do anything about it. Something to think about. Nobody gets I to mean, touch this bad. tree. <laughs> Nobody you get gets a to disease, touch the tree. Like worms get up there. Okay, I don't want to be a tree anymore. <laughs> Glad we could work that out. Yeah. So <laughs> we can talk it through. <laughs> Alright. Uh throw me in Lone Lake then. <laughs> shit yeah need the water I, yeah i don't even freeze know. every winter everyone teaches on i i'm i'd probably just prefer to go the cheapest route <laughs> really <laughs> in the trash I'm, I, mean, I don't know maybe i'm thinking about that poorly but I, yeah i guess i never really thought about it i think uh, i mean i've like thought about that but never to where it was like yeah i, I still i would always want the cheapest route i don't know cremated oh. i mean do you have do you have life insurance yeah yeah yeah. If you so, if if you're employed, that's you more than likely we'll have pay some for your funeral, anyways. <laughs> what? That's what you're. Yeah. We'll pay for honestly, your man, like, I think the biggest thing with that would just be I would feel so bad for my parents because I definitely want to go before. Or shit, excuse me. I want them to go before I go for sure. Definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, there was definitely a point in time where I didn't think that was the case, and. I was thinking about this the other day. I called my mom and it was frustrating, but it made me laugh because she used to sleep by her phone. And for oh. reasons, like she would just like, something was always happening. So she would just like sleep with her phone by her ear. And I called her the other day and she didn't answer. And I called her again like an hour later, no answer. I'm like, what the fuck? And I was like starting to get pissed. And then she finally called me back. And I was like, where have you been? Like, what are you doing? Where are you going? <laughs> And she's like, oh, so now you know how I feel. Like, but she wasn't doing it to be like, and I laughed because I was like, it makes me so happy that they're now at a stage in their life where they don't have to sit by their phone. Right. They're actually like enjoying their lives. That's awesome. So when I called and she didn't answer, I was like, hell yeah. Like that is so <laughs> like, cause she doesn't care to be by her phone anymore. Yeah. And I'm really, really appreciative and grateful that me and Bran are doing like well enough to where they don't have to think like that because they deserve it. They worked their asses off. They raised a handful of two kids and they deserve to enjoy their golden years. And I'm so, so happy that they're actually able to do that now because there was a point in time where they weren't enjoying anything. None of us were. And so it's super cool that like 
I call them and they don't pick up because it means they're actually living. And I love that. Like when things were bad, I guess, where is it, was it like every, every night you were calling Oh them man, it like... wasn't even like every night, but that was the problem because they would reach out to me. Or they didn't know when it was going to come. Exactly. So they were always think... waiting by their phone. Exactly. I think that was more of it. Truthfully, I wouldn't hit them up enough. Right. It would be weeks and they'd be like, what college student doesn't hit up their parents for like a month? You were in another state. Like mm-hmm. you probably weren't keeping your parents up to date not on what all. you were doing at all. No, not to the slightest but first off i'm sure they didn't even want to know and if i were to tell them it would have been a mess but i didn't i felt like i didn't want to ruin what i was doing down there because i was just being selfish but part of me was trying to convince myself I'm like if i tell them they're going to be all pissed and i would convince myself i'm doing this for them like that's how insidious insidious my mind was like i was making up things that just simply weren't true because my parents knew, they would be like, get your ass back here this second. Right. We're going to figure that. And I was like, nah, like, right. this is better for them if they don't know. And like, yeah, I remember finally when shit hit the fan, when they just realized I wasn't going to any classes. I wasn't even asking them for money. I was working and doing whatever I was doing. And then I would just, one day they sent an email, ASU sent an email saying, your son has been unenrolled for like a year. And my parents were like, what the fuck have you been doing? And I was like, how much do you know? <laughs> what, what email did you get? So, and then that was... It's <laughs> a pretty smart response. <laughs> what do you know? See yeah, what they know first. Yeah, yeah. it's good negotiation. Answer right a question there. with a question. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, that was... Uh, that There was many instances throughout like that time frame that kind of led to where we are at today. But I remember there were certain big instances where I was like, oh, this is bad. And that was mm-hmm. the day when they got that email. That was one of those bad days for sure. Yeah. That was Did you tough. ever get arrested? Yeah. Yeah. A few times. Or, really? Oh, yeah. Did you ever serve any time or spend yeah. any time? Really? Or like, well, what do you mean by like time, right? Were you in prison or jail? Jail. Short term housing. For sure. Okay. So, yeah. No, nothing long term. Yeah. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. Um, well, there was one time where I just chose not to reach out to my parents because I was like, ain't going to come to me anyway. So I was just like, I sat in there for a little bit. But I don't know, that, um, in a way, I was kind of like punishing myself because I knew I was so wrong. I was so on the wrong. And then like my parents were paying for school. I had the life given to me, literally given to me. I threw it all away. So I... Um, yeah, one of the times I was down there for a little bit, I was like 30 or so days or something like that. Everyone has different experiences, though. Truthfully, mine wasn't as crazy as you'd think. If you kind of keep your, like, you know, I was taught, like, the, the first thing I was taught when I got in there was stand straight, keep your chest out, put your eyes low. Because you don't want to look weak, but you also don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're going to lock eyes with somebody, and then it might be a problem. It gets very animalistic in there. It's, but I also saw really bright sides of humanity in there. Someone dropped their lunch tray, someone would share. Like, it was, I don't know. You hear different things about people's experiences with that. Mine, truthfully, wasn't all that terrible. It sucked, don't get me wrong, but I didn't get beat up or any of that type of stuff that I think sometimes people think about. No one jumped you or anything? No. I mean, if you kind of mind your own business and just... I don't know, just do what you're supposed to do and sit where you're supposed to sit, act how you're supposed to act. Like, no How do you really... think you would have reacted if something did happen? That's like... 
lose. I don't know. Like, I mean, I was, that was very humbling. It was very humbling. Like, being in an area like that where it's like, you are food. Like, these people, I mean, the people who know they've been doing this for a long time and in and out, in and out, in and out, this is what they know. They become institutionalized. I don't know if you've heard that word before, but this is their life now. Yeah. This is what they know. Jail doesn't scare them. Further punishments don't scare them. They do not care. And fortunately, I never had to deal with any of that. I was lucky. I also feel like I didn't put myself out there to get dealt with like that, but I don't know. I don't know how other people have handled I've heard way different things about people's experiences with that, so I was very fortunate. But yeah, it sucks. It's terrible. It's the worst. It's like Ricky from Trailer Park Boys <laughs> tries to go back to jail. No, I wasn't like that. I was trying to do no, everything. I'm not saying, like, you, like, I'm just saying like the people that are institutionalized. Like, handball tra- yeah. 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 No, it's a great. I love that. <laughs> I got to stay in longer, Coach. We're, He's like holding we're in the championship the, game. He's like holding onto the fence yeah. as they're dragging him out. Dude, that show, the first time I saw it, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then probably it, one of the funniest shows on the yeah. And then you watch a couple made. episodes and you realize that it's just stupid and it's so funny. J Rock is <laughs> dude. He was the funniest character ever. Dude, my favorite J Rock line is he's in jail. He goes, "Hey man, you gotta get me up out of here. I'm hot, but motherfuckers in here they hotter if you know what I'm saying." <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, that's kind of the thing. Like I never even felt like I was that hard, but I was like, "There's definitely someone in here who's way harder than me." Like. I don't, I just was I, I just did what I was told like literally a, anyone I spoke with was just like don't talk to anybody that you don't know I'm like perfect I don't want to talk to anyone here anyway like yeah I, don't, I, I had a pretty like decent experience considering that you're in an awful place but sure yeah I don't know I also deserved everything I got so really oh yeah for sure like I what did you go to jail for if you don't mind me asking if you don't want to say I mean I, I, I would like, not to get into the, just typically, like, narcotics-related. Yeah. Just, yeah. It, it just honestly. Being a shithead. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. fight. I don't, dude, honestly, man, sometimes it was just for, like, three hours. Like, really? Yeah, you're just being. Sometimes. It sounds well, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, sometimes you're just in a, like, a fight with a people at a bar and you get swooped up. Like, I was in the wrong. I deserved to get in trouble, but they don't want to deal with that for... They got to write paperwork and shit. But certain things that I did, like, considerably get in trouble for, I I deserved it all. So it's kind of like, when you get older and realize, you're like, they were doing their job, and I was making poor decisions. That's it. Yeah. At the time, though, I was like, I'm getting picked. (laughs) The world is against me. Exactly. And I really used to think that way. Like, I really did. I just kind of figured I would go through life and be rich. Like, I didn't think that... You would have, have to, to work, work for or, it. No. And then... You have to buy things yourself, and you have to... Yeah. Boy, was I mistaken. And then, <laughs> yeah, it was like five to six years ago, I made the conscious decision. I was like, I'm going to work from the ground up, just be the low man on the totem pole, do the next right thing. And it sucked at first, and things have been going, like, really well for me over the last, like, three to four years. And I think there's a bunch of stuff that goes into that, but I think it's just being honest, transparent... You know, honesty is huge. Working hard, like doing what you're supposed to do, like uh, character. Yes, one hundred percent. And you you nailed it there. Honesty, lying is the worst thing that we can do. Yeah, to yourself. That eats you 
from the inside out mm -hmm. when you lie. And you know it. And, yeah. like, I think other people kind of low-key know it, too. Like, oh, they 100%. Just, they just kind of sense it. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Yes. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't want to feel gross. And when I act this way, I feel gross. Especially, especially if it's like a, I don't know, a crazy lie, I guess. I, I think any lie kind of eats at us. Yeah, for sure. Just, I don't know, if you keep just doing what you're supposed to do or the next right thing, you don't have to be in a situation to lie. I don't have to wake up and remember the nine different lies I told people last night. Right. Like, and yeah. I used to do that. I uh, used to just be... Yeah, I, I, just, I know chronic liars. Yeah, and I was one of them. Like, I was saying things that were just blatantly not true, and then I'd, like, walk away and be like, what was that? And, like, that is, I hate admitting that, but it's just true. Yeah. And that's, like, why I like having these conversations with people, and I find it cathartic, because sometimes I forget how crazy my life was, how low I was. And it's super, super cool, and I'm super, super grateful that today I'm able to enjoy all these things that everyone's doing, including myself. Like, seeing my friends raise their children is super cool to me. I never thought I would feel that way. But seeing it over the last few years, it's awesome. And, yeah, those are the things that I would never be able to enjoy if I was still making the decisions I was making back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, children are crazy, man. I don't know. I, I was not prepared for parenthood, necessarily. <clears throat> I was a little bit. I, I, I had manifested it. I was saying... Like, leading up to when Amy got pregnant, I was like, if she gets pregnant, like, we'll be fine. Like, it's all good. We'll just get married, and then, yeah, we'll have the kid. Because we were already living together. The plan was to marry her after a year of living together. And we got engaged a day after that, a year later. So it's 366 days. So we went according to plan. And she just happened to be seven months pregnant. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was just about to say. There's <laughs> like some timetables around. No, yeah. yeah. But, but no, it was all part of the plan. No, and that's yeah. cool. And life happens. I mean, shit. Like, and even though you may have not been 100% ready for it, you have the, res you're a good enough person and you care. Like, you're going to figure it out. Yeah. Like, I think Gareth said something to me one day, or maybe it was Maddie, but she was saying that like they would bring their obviously we know the health problems that their kids have, or one of their kids has they care so much about their children and i love it so much watching that even though there's no handbook for being a parent even though they, i know there's books but there's really you know what i'm saying you know it's a, you're, you're a cute yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. seeing people who actually care you'll figure it out mm -hmm. like if you have yeah and like i don't know you absolutely do mm -hmm. And that's what it, I don't think any book will teach you anything that you need to know about parent. I think the only thing that you need to understand is just when tensions get high, remember to breathe and remember that you're the adult. Because sometimes tensions get high. Yeah. And sometimes we can act like children as adults. Yeah. And we're all at fault for it. Um, and it sucks when it happens, but like tensions are high and we are reactionary instead of being pragmatic. And I'm not like trying to say that I've done anything cause I haven't, but like, I feel it. Yeah. I feel the anger. I feel the pressure. That's natural. You're oh, yeah. human. Yeah. 
but you recognize it and you're willing to actively make decisions based off your feelings. And that's huge. A lot of people don't. Two and three year two and three years old is a very difficult age. They are incredibly stubborn. They're smart, so they know what they're doing. I think to a to an extent. Well, they're testing they're, the boundary. They're testing the boundaries exactly, and you have to lay the boundary. Yeah. Where can they not go? Like Wrigley's throwing tantrums two, three times a day, and when a kid is kicking and screaming for thirty minutes straight. <laughs> What do you do? Do you just like let him do it? You just let him do it. And then you try and, you know, you go rub his back for a second or pick him up. And, but a lot of times he says, go away, go away. Fuck. It's really sad, dude. It's really <laughs> sad. Today, he, I tried to get into his room. He was blocking the door. And I kind of just pushed it and peeked around. And he started tantrum. <laughs> go away, go away, go away. And um, he like runs back across his room. And then I, kind of shut the door it's like halfway shut i'm shutting the door leaving him alone and he just comes barreling at the door <laughs> slams and i was like oh <laughs> what that didn't sound great you. yeah that didn't sound <laughs> great like open up the door to see if he's okay <laughs> go away go away go away but then a minute later he'll scream daddy daddy or like i want to snuggle daddy or mommy and that probably makes it up for it all you know like and then you go in there and they're like go away <laughs> i spoke like, too soon what are you talking about kid <laughs> I'm telling you, it is nuts. Kids are on another level. Dude, Lula's hilarious. She's like just she's starting funny. to. She's getting a personality right now. Well, she's sure. just starting to walk and she's got the biggest beer belly. Oh, yeah. it's, it's hilarious. hilarious. It just sticks out and she waddles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she picks up a lot of things from her brother, that's for sure. Uh oh. The more kids you have, the quicker they learn. They learn from each other. I also love seeing from one to the next how everyone's suit and rightfully so everyone's super protective with the first one. Oh, 100%. and then the second one, everyone's like, "Don't live." Fell down the stairs. Third one, it's like we're just trying to stay alive. It's not walking yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Fucking Gara sent me a picture the other day of Murphy like laying on the ground, and it was the funniest thing to me because <laughs> she's just like. That is a cool text string to be on I to get those texts from your friends. It. Like, how it. awesome is that? I love it. Gosh, and I never thought I would appreciate stuff like that. And I literally laughed when he sent that picture. I told him this, but I don't think he really... I laughed for, like, two days. <laughs> just, like, her just, like... <laughs> she didn't want to leave the park or something. It was so funny. Dude, I felt so bad that the golf tournament got Most rained out. Yeah. I was really looking forward to that. Yeah. No, for sure. And how much work and effort and emotional... Ag- whatever, like, emotional anguish you want to put into that. It's... That has got to be, I'm not a father, I can only imagine, but to see him go from, I remember when I got that phone call and found out, that anguish to where he is now, and I've said this to him, I'm so proud of them, and they busted their ass, and he goes, well, what else were we supposed to do? I'm like, no, no, you had a choice. Yeah. A lot of people choose to, you know, oh, poor me, no, you proactively 
set things up. You're fighting for your family, and mm-hmm. that is so commendable. I, I, I love him. Yeah. He's coming on the podcast next week. That's what he was saying. Yeah. You know, they're, they're the greatest. I'm excited I, to have him. They're badasses. Can raise some more money for him. I don't think they fully comprehend how, or maybe they do. I shouldn't speak for them, but I don't think I fully comprehended how much effort and work and just like emotional torment that would be. Yeah. And to see where they're at now and how positive and courageous and just how well she's doing. It's, I love it. It's the best. Like I'll do anything for them. You know, there's, problems with modern medical like science but i mean the the things that it it can do is insane because yeah and the more money that we can push towards research yeah the better it's going to get and the more kids that are going to be able to and i think a lot of times people look at the person who's suffering from that illness or that i more come from a perspective of like imagine those parents like the what they have to go with imagine like imagine you being told that you had a shot clock you know what i mean like that would be something that i can't even fathom and the way that they're able to navigate through that to fight for their daughter and their family it's super cool and it's super courageous and it's quite frankly inspiring yeah no i'm i'm super super happy for them and i'm super glad she's doing well so no they're the best i love them to death yeah, and even like Gareth was kind of saying that she's on a really good track. Yeah. Right now, but they're continuing to help with the disease mm-hmm. and continue to raise money, and they're starting a foundation. And they're doing. Great. A lot. I'm excited. To, I'm sort of. I'm excited to talk to him. Yeah, he's yeah very well spoken. Yeah. I like talking to him. Good yeah. dude. Yeah. Did you find anything on that history, Jan? Uh. On what? Inter- interesting. You, you were typing over there. I was wondering what you were typing. Again, I was just looking through watches. But really? I did look up that you said watches, like the makers are so old. So I looked up when Rolex like came around, 1905. Yeah, 1905. That's a hundred and... I wonder how long 11, watches have 11, been around. What is it, 2024? 118. 118. We'll call it 2024. Yeah. Wow. No, that's, so that'd be 118 would be, one, would be 190. Is our math wrong? I'm not the math guy here. <laughs> Yanni, you're yeah, that was supposed to be Yanni. 118. 118? Yep. <laughs> you're the math guy. <laughs> yeah, and their business strategy is genius. Rolex. They own... The watch was invented is... in 1485. 1485? Wait, no. The guy that invented it lived was born in 1485, so right around 1500, the watch was invented. And it was just a mechanical, like... Well, here, here's a, like a picture watch. of a... Uh, don't unplug it. Yeah. Easy there, buddy. It's his first time. Chill. Uh, it's my chill. first time being in the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, Mitch, it uses me as like a young Jamie, and it was kind of funny. <laughs> That's, I mean, it'd be cool to have. And Yanni helped me out with the merchandise too. Um, and yeah, I mean, I like Yanni doing and I are it. good buds. No, yeah, we like I mean, hanging out. So it's good to I, hear. I, I like, I like chilling. <laughs> I mean, I, I hang out. I wasn't gonna do anything besides probably play video games or guitar tonight. So 
Yeah, now I would have went to the casino and been broke. So yeah, got it. No, and truthfully, like I love having these types of conversations because I think it's good for all of us. I mean, it makes you think. You know? Well, so the guy that was on um, last week, yeah, um, two weeks ago, two weeks right. ago, Harvey, Mitch's buddy from that he played ball with, he was talking to us about like he <laughs> he's a really interesting cat. He's an author, and he's writing basically a book on philosophy, and he was talking about. Um, he doesn't leave his house unless he thinks he's going to have like a meaningful, deep conversation. conversation. So like the one that we're having right now, like he doesn't like going to bars and stuff because like, what are you going to talk about there? You know, the sports, he doesn't really care. He wants mm -hmm. to talk about like introspective and like meta things. Me meaning. Yeah. He, he's like obsessed with truth. Yeah. <laughs> No, and I get that, and I love having those conversations, but I think there, at least for me, there's, like, a time and a place to just be dumb. I like, For me, sure. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, we're dumb on this, too. Like, I, I say dumb things all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, no, I get it. I mean, when I have these types of conversations with people late at night or whenever we have them, I truly love it. And... I, late at night, they don't have to be late at night. It, it seems it like that's how it happens. Though. I know. Why is that? Because I mean, I but don't know. yeah, I guess the podcast is kind of like we started at eight thirty tonight. Yeah, I just think like everyone has these feelings, but they just want a platform or an area or a comfortability type for, to say it. Yeah, and I sometimes i think i get a little sappy and but i'm okay with that because i know what it feels like not to say something you wish you would have said and i don't want to live that way like i there's plenty of people that are no longer here that i wish i could have another conversation with and that's life i get it as terrible as it is i understand but i still have to think about at night like God, I wish I would have said this, or I wish I would have said that. And I don't like living with that sort of regret. Right. That hanging out over your head. Yeah. Like, gosh, why did I say that? Ah, oh, that was the dumbest thing that's going to ruin my entire life. Like, or didn't say. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of us feel a type of way about each other, and we go to these parties, and I get it. Like, I know not everyone feels the way I do, but it was like, I'm a hugger. Like, when I see my friends, like, love you, and I hug them. Like, yeah, I mean... And I, I like that. Yeah. I'm a hugger too. And it's just like, because I know what it feels like when you don't get that opportunity anymore. And I don't want to feel that way. And life happens. And you know what? We all have a, we all have a time on our day. I get it. But I don't want to sit here thinking like, God, I wish I would have said this, or I wish I would have. And I, I, that's the sort of, I don't, I don't want to live that way. So hugs are important too. Like I'm, there was, Someone said at baseball one day, they were going around hugging everybody. They were like, there's a study. You got to have eight hugs a day. Like the or touch something. or something. Yeah. No, I think, they're, I think we're social creatures. I yeah, believe in that. Absolutely. I, Are you kidding me? I mean, I personally get my energy off of other people. Like, So, no, I, I'm, I'm a wholehearted believer in that. Yeah. I definitely draw my energy. Like, I got to. I'm, I don't draw my energy from people. I gotta, like, go be alone to, like, recharge my battery. There's a lot of people like that, and I get it. I, yeah. They teach his own type deal. That's but he was born in June. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> you were born in July. There's yeah. not that big of a August. difference. I'm not July. He is. You're July? July... Cancer, baby. July what? 
Shout out to the There's July Tory Hunter. Hunter. Really? <laughs> Tory Hunter is actually a listener. He's no, actually he's, yeah. Shouts Tory. Posted me on his Spotify rap. Well, I better get an autograph, Jay. Yeah, yeah. shouting him out. I'll hook you up. I'll get you in contact with him. <laughs> Do you think Tory Hunter's still in Minnesota? No way. No way. No way, dude. That's the problem with Minnesota athletes is that they all leave after because no one wants to be here. I mean, I like uh, it. I like it too. But we're from here, though. You know, from and they say you're from Georgia. Minnesota, as an owner, needs that we need to be better about recruiting Minnesota kids, people that want to be here. Like you talking about college? I'm talking about college and professional. Yeah, plant the flag around the state. It's yes. so frustrating to me when I see like unbelievable basketball players play for Wisconsin. I'm like what the fuck? And they're, and yes. they're from here. I know you went to Madison. I know. I know, uh, but you're exactly right. Yeah, because. A lot of like the best Wisconsin players were from Minnesota. Yeah, one of them went to Maple Grove. Yeah, Brad Davidson. Oh, forgot. Yeah, God, that kid got a lot of unwarranted hate. Just balling out. What did he get? He, 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 oh, didn't he get kicked in the nuts or something? He game, he or? he kicked he somebody. Kicked someone in the nuts. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. But hey, it's kind of a dick move. Was it on purpose? Uh, it looked like it. Really? <laughs> Ouch. But he's balling. He's balling. He's playing. Balled on live. Yeah. He's I mean, that's, that's all reaction. That's all instinct. Yeah. I, I mean, who hasn't had their wires crossed when you're playing a sport? Did you guys see that I hockey video? This whole podcast is about yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see that hockey video? Of the skate. The skate. Oh, dude. Oh, that was, was so gnarly. That was so gruesome. Oh, yeah. Dude, I think that dude got charged. He did. No way. He yeah. got charged. With what? Manslaughter. Yeah. No way. Yeah. He's going to jail? No, he got charged. Yeah, I just... How are you going to prove that, though? Yeah, they're not. I think they You're just... I think it was just a media storm. And I they had he, to do I something. I think he kind of hit him on purpose, though. I, I don't think, think he intended to do that. Do you think we still have the right to a fair trial? No. No, I don't know if that's ever been a thing, though. I mean, if Maybe you look even... back through history, like, dude, the court is always loaded. Yeah. It always is. Really? Oh, yeah. That's why we brought you on here, Yanni. Always, bro. It, the older you get, the more you realize anybody can get fucked if the court is packed the right well, way. Well, and I also think I see people who are dead-ass guilty get let off. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just so obvious sometimes. You can have a, people have a lot of power, and people can pull strings because a lot of times, like, in court cases, you have to prove intent, and if you can't prove intent, in a lot of cases, like people can just walk, or it like lessens the degree that they're going to get right. And especially if you got a good lawyer, right? They can just tie, and you got a bunch of money, you can just tie something up in the court system and keep like sending it to retrial, and never actually like, you know, actually have a sentence stick. Hmm. That sounds. Yeah, if you have enough money to do that, for sure. Oh, it's a joke. Our but it, it just always has been that way, dude. These power structures are made, and then people find a way to... It just always is like the case. Like, manipulate the process. It, right, yeah. yeah. And you know what? Like, it, it, I would do the same thing. Like, I don't even blame them for doing it. I think, like, the error is that they're allowed to. And, like, I understand. Like, I mean, dude, if you found out that you're... Like, say you're a father, if, you had your, if your son was facing XYZ, like... You'd probably do what you could to get him out of that. I don't blame yeah. these people for doing that. Yeah, like, totally. Like, I would. Shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I probably would, too. 
Like, right. how far will you go for your kids? But Probably dude, a long I ways. guess you know who's not gonna. Yeah, yeah. take a pick. You know who's not going to walk? Enjoy. Yeah. Sam Bankman Freed. Hey, you want to go this way? Yeah. That was tough. <laughs> he almost took down your whole rig. Dude, I'm curious about that guy. Watch that. out for the splash on the uh, the handle. The handle, you got to kind of go oh, a, little, yeah. a little light. It splashes. You remember when Harvey came out here? And yeah, he was like, that was like a water hose. Yeah. I'm all wet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. That's... But dude, that Sam Bankman free guy, the, the FTX. Yeah, he is not gonna walk. <laughs> no, he's going to jail. Yeah. How long is he going to jail for? I saw life. Life? Dude, he stole like two trillion dollars. <laughs> stole? Or defrauded? He created an app. What? I, I guess I don't know a whole lot about the story. What? What about the story do I need to know? He created an. He created a cryptocurrency, and and was held cryptocurrency shares of cryptocurrency, right? FTX was a coin. I'm pretty FTX sure. FTX was a coin. Yeah. I thought FTX was just uh, just uh. Founded the FTX cryptocurrency exchange. Oh, it was an exchange. Okay. But he was funneling mon- money through the exchange into a hedge fund. Oh. Now that sounds illegal. Funneling it into a hedge fund, so... I'm reading it on Wikipedia right now. Hmm. Basically, he defrauded people out of... So he took on investors and then gave the money that he got from investors to hedge funds? Or... He... He was taking money from people the purchasing case, uh, here Bitcoin we go. Here and we giving go. it to hedge funds. Here it is. The case revolved largely around two ways that Alameda was able to access the funds of other FTX customers. Bankman for you Two billion dollars. Oof. He defrauded Oof. people of. It's a lots of billions. Yeah. That dude ain't walking. I wonder how much Bernie Madoff did. Two B's? Two B's. Two B's. First thing you do, you got two B's. What is it? First thing. Your bank calls you. You see two B's in the account. What are you doing? First thing. Call on a lawyer. Call this way. Go this way. I mean, if you unplug that thing, this thing's got battery in it, so it probably actually wouldn't even die if you unplugged it. But no, I would prefer it not to run over cables. For sure. Bro, Bernie Madoff did 65 bill. 65 bill? It was 65 billion. 65 bees? Well, don't compare us to, like, the biggest one of all time. Like, I gotta start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Sam Bankman-Fried. Dude, FTX? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that was, that all fascinated me. And also, just how foolish that he was just blatantly doing interviews right after, like, being charged. Yeah. What are you doing? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, is how that guy he... an idiot, or what's... Like, the... he's, he's, smart, he's gotta smart. have, like, Asperger's or something. He's gotta be, so too. He's gotta be smart, though. Mm-hmm. He's, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's a genius. Dude, you don't get 30 billion off being a dumbass. But he's not in... Or he's in jail, so... I mean, he, I'm not, not sure smart if he's there yet. He's not smart enough to stay out of jail. 
Elon Musk is in jail. Years, <laughs> Elon Musk is in the He's got life, is what Yanni just said. He has he, been, cha- well, been, been charged with life. Oh, well, yeah. Was wasn't Chauvin charged with life? Who? Chauvin. Derek Chauvin. Mm. Oh, I don't think it was life. I think it was like, like twenty years. Yeah, Thirty years or something. I mean, twenty already... years though. I mean, he's already like forty-five. So by the time he gets out, he's an old man. Didn't he just get stabbed, dude? Twenty-two times. What? Yeah, he got stabbed. Like twenty-two not... times. I'm not trying to talk him up here, but like, is that dude made of fucking leather? Like, how do you get stabbed twenty-two times and still live? That's it, crazy. It might have been with like one of those homeade prison shanks. Oh, it that's for like sure this was. Long. For sure was. It was probably like the end of a Which like, is even brush. I was just going to say. Scarier. Just like a jagged toothbrush times? or something. Like, what's in that thing? Oh. <laughs> it's like infected and shit. Oh, I'm sure. Like, how could that timing be more perfect after that fall of Minneapolis video came out? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> well, so I thought I saw that on like Twitter or something that he got stabbed. And I was like, this seems like a hoax because that documentary just came out. You know, like it was a Twitter prank or something, right. and I just yeah. kind of scrolled past. I, I probably it. thought the same thing when I first saw it, dude. Which is why I didn't you guys, see that he got stabbed twenty-two times. I could have made that up, but I'm pretty sure that happened. <laughs> I think I saw that somewhere. Yeah, you can fact check it. Yeah, stop looking yeah. at my history. Stop looking at Rolex. I was, I was, I was looking for this Sam Bankman-Fried's <laughs> charges. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Jail. Yeah. <laughs> Federal inmate was he? Wasn't he living in like another country, the Bahamas? The Bahamas. Yeah. Because so how did they even get him? Did he come back? Tax fraud, wire fraud. So they can go to the Bahamas and get him? No. Like certain countries. I'm sure the, the Bahamians bah- were just like if they have an well, the Bahamas treaty. is isn't that is it, that owned by the U.S. Or, mm, if anything, I think it'd be the British. But I, they have, I think they have extradition treaties. And they, quite frankly, the US what is the Bahamas going to do? Like, no, right? Yeah. Get me out of pocket here. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. The Bahamas, like, we can fly in there at any point, I'm sure. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. The, the seals oh, no. show up. They're like, go right ahead. Like, <laughs> How many people Steel are Steel drums ain't stopping this. Uh, yeah. How many people are in the Bahamas? Not a lot. How many facts do you want me to look at? <laughs> well, see, it this, was is, this is why you have to have your focus on the, you know, the facts. <sighs> Sorry. First time. It's okay. Time. Yeah, it'll get better. <laughs> it takes time. I mean, I'm 53 episodes in, and I still don't feel like I'm, like, completely comfortable all the time. There are 3,000 like islands you know, in the Bahamas. 3,000? 3,000 islands. That's a lot of islands. How many people watch this? Millions, hundreds of millions, uh, four hundred thousand people. Like total listens is probably somewhere around like seven thousand. So I'm curious, like what, how, like why'd you start doing this? Good excuse to hang out with my friends and uh, build something outside of my nine to five. And I never liked. Like, just expressing myself through a picture and a caption on, like, Facebook or Instagram. So I felt like this was more of a better way to kind of show people who I actually am. Yeah. And not just, like, a, you know, one picture, 17 words. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. That's like a smither of, you know, 
the complex human that I am. <laughs> You're no, so not deep, that complex. <laughs> but I don't know. I just always had a problem with like when I would post. I'm like, yeah, like this post was for right now, but you know, the next day, what is that post like? So are you doing it for the conversation or the likes or what do you think? The likes, definitely. For sure. Like the <laughs> I get so many likes. I mean, is it? Like, <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, no. For the conversation. Because I mean, that is a sense of gratification. I hate how much I like when I like get a like on like a story or something. I'm like, yes. I mean, it's a very real thing. Yeah. That's why people are addicted to it. Like, I was being serious. I would have completely understood if you were like, yeah, I just get gratification out of the likes. Yeah, and I talk about that all the time on this. Um, and how that's such a problem. And I was off social media for like the last 10 months. I was going on like Facebook and Twitter. Um, but I wasn't on Instagram, which I think is the most addicting app probably out there. Yeah. Instagram is the most like instant gratification dopamine hits that mm-hmm. you can get. You're seeing what all your friends are doing, and then you can click to the next one, and then you're seeing reels. Exactly. And it's never ending. Mm-hmm. Never ending. There's so much content out there. Instagram is very dangerous. Um, but now I'm back on Instagram, and it's He made a weird. sick video today. It's weird. Did you like that? I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was meant to be. Is meant to be funny and kind of stupid and kind of like I don't really. Know I got what I'm it doing. right away. I was like, "Oh, you're just being stupid." Yeah, <laughs> that's good. No, I think it's cool I'm that you're willing to like put yourself out there. I mean, it's just a different way, and that's what I don't set up cameras. Like people can't see our faces, I guess, and our reactions. But I also I do that because one, I don't know how much I like being on camera. I've done some episodes with Amy where I'm on camera. It's okay, but it's also. I'm not used to it. I haven't done it enough. And putting someone who's never been on camera on camera is like very intimidating for someone to walk into. Yeah, like I'm not kidding you guys. I very rarely get like social anxiety and I was like nervous to come here. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, a lot of people are. Like for one, I haven't hung out. I mean, I've talked to you lately, but I haven't hung out with you guys for decade plus right and, like, we were I, with you last the other weekend well in this that, kind of setting that right. would, yeah i was just gonna say I, okay i view that very differently that's me just you're 100 percent right yeah and like i love doing things like this because i know you guys have all such great insight and that's actually why it was cool with having this conversation with you because i knew that you would be cool with me saying things that are like I'm necessarily not comfortable with saying. Like, yeah, absolutely. A lot of this stuff is really difficult for me to talk about because I'm embarrassed and I'm shameful of it. But it's factual, and I've used this word a few times tonight. But like cathartic because I find it therapeutic. Like I yeah. love talking about stuff like this because I will never talk about this with my parents. Like and I, it's good to talk about, and yeah. it's something like if you don't want to talk about it, but you want to kind of explain to someone like how you're feeling, you can send this. Yeah, and be like, hey, you know, this is just kind of how I think. This is, you know, I did this, whatever. I just truthfully haven't thought about this stuff for a very long time. And I was thinking to myself, like, it's good to remember that this was a reality. And as hard as it was, as shameful as it was, as much as I cried, it happened. And I like, oh, yeah. A lot. Do you cry a lot? 
No, not like not really. To deflect on what you're saying or interrupt. No, no, you're okay. I uh, so when I was like numbing myself with everything under the sun, I didn't cry for like years, and then I got in trouble. And then I had to be normal. <laughs> like, I didn't have anything. Like, you're locked in here, bro. So I had nothing. And I remember I cried for, like, two straight days. And there were times I didn't even know what I was, like, crying about. It was just because it was so much built up. Like, oh, what's that word? I don't even know. Like, retained just. Emotion? Yeah. Yeah. What, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But, like, I. And it Animosity? felt so good. Yeah. Like, I literally, like, I remember that time. It's, it's, see, that's why I love having this conversation, because it almost feels like a lifetime ago. But I remember that day. Kind of was. It seems like it now. Like, I'm sitting here talking with you guys. Like, I don't know. Like, this was just, I couldn't even fathom this six, seven years ago, or like eight years ago. Right. Like, you guys wouldn't even have wanted to talk to me, and I don't blame you. Fucking, I mean, and it's like, don't know about that, but well, I mean, it was just like, I wouldn't, excuse me, I wouldn't have talked to you. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have even 8 30, I would have been here at 10, and I would have barely showed up. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and now I came like 15 minutes early. Yeah, like, that's, that's right. just the type of guy I try to be nowadays because yeah. I just want to keep doing the next right thing. Yeah. And I don't know, man, like, it's a good way to think. Like doing the next right thing, that's a great way to think. That that puts you in the present moment, which is super important. And Harvey on the last podcast put it into perspective that like instantaneously we can go into another dimension. And people who are present in the moment and like when you feel their presence and you know that they're actually present and they're not hanging on to that other dimension or the phone in their pocket or whatever other people are doing, um, you can feel that. Mm, I agree. It's very much there, and um, yeah, it it kind of sucks, but it it is what it is. I mean, it, it it kind of a lot of it revolves around COVID, probably, because we were sitting on our couches, scrolling through social media, Bored. not knowing what to do, sitting at home. I think a lot of people had to figure out like how to deal with themselves in that moment or like in that time frame. And it's so hard, and I'm still not good with it, but I battle and try every single day. And whenever I'm upset, I consciously think, like, why am I upset? Like, am I at wrong here? Am I at fault? Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just accountability, I guess. Just straightforward accountability. You take a lot of accountability for a lot of the mistakes that you've made. I feel like you're, you're... Don't you feel like you should, though? Absolutely. But, you know, you talked earlier kind of about how you're harsh on yourself. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you joke about yourself. And, I mean, you, you are pretty harsh on yourself. Like, I don't mean to be an asshole, but... Like, no, you're not at all. You are a little hard on yourself about, like, what... Um, the experiences that you've gone through. And I feel like you feel really bad for your parents and your family. Cause I feel like they were the ones that were really affected. Like, I don't know it, how many of your close friends were really affected by everything, but like me being, I would call us acquainted semi friend, semi friends growing up. Yeah. Like not super close, but 
Like, I had no idea. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you feel really bad for... I do. The people that were really close to you. Because you like, separated. Like, I do for sure, like, feel that way. And I know they've all forgiven me. They've all said it a hundred times. I get but you it. haven't forgiven yourself, right? Probably not. And I don't know if that's fair to me, but it feels right. Because... I put people through so much unwarranted turmoil that I almost feel like I deserve it now. And I've been told a million times that's not fair, that's not right, but I'm just being real, that's how I feel. By your therapist? Everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know how many people that I had once did wrong, who I've apologized to and uh, attempted to make amends with, were like, oh, dude, I didn't even think about that. Like, what? But I thought about it nightly. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And it was that's just what like I'm saying you're so hard on yourself. And maybe that's not necessarily the most like conducive thing for me, but I truthfully don't know if it's such a bad thing. No, because I don't know if it's that. It's gonna serve you in a lot of ways. I think so, and it humbles me. And it's like, yo, you are very capable of being a fucking ruthless asshole, and like, I'm very capable of that. And I think sometimes when I remind myself of these things and it comes off as self-deprecating, I'm very aware. I've been told by numerous people to like not make fun of myself, but it's, it almost makes me feel better, but that's probably wrong in itself too. I don't Why? know. I don't know. It's just like, I don't think anyone should be actively bashing themselves when they're trying to actually actively work on themselves. But I think to me they kind of go. And I didn't mean to say that you were bashing Dude, yourself. Dog, you honestly, man, you're. More I was than just okay. more like saying you're just you're tough on yourself. Like you are very accountable of your actions, and, and you're very like I know that I fucked up. You're you're like I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your face. Like I can feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like it you're, hurts. It like does, I, I bet. don't like thinking to myself that my mom had to sleep next to her phone for years. Right. Like that breaks my heart. She's an angel. She did not deserve that. And I put her through that. I need to be, I need to own that. And I need to be accountable for that. Do I need to and constantly kick myself do. in the ass for it? Probably not. Maybe that's your way of doing it. Though. And you know what? Maybe it is. And maybe it's not right or wrong, but it's what I do. And I, I don't know. I guess, and like, yeah. this is why I love having these conversations because I'm going to go home tonight and think about all these things for hours. But that's, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Because you're helping me think and right. critically think about my decisions and my actions. And I love that because when I was just going through life doing the next substance, I wasn't growing, I was digressing. And, Truthfully, that's why one of the main reasons why I wanted to come talk to you. You're, yeah. I just enjoy, the mics, yeah. Right. The mics don't need to be here. No. At all. And they never need to be. And that's like, that's part of it, right? That's the whole point of this. Is that one, like I said earlier, it's a great excuse for me to hang out with my friends. No. And this was two kids and a wife and a house and a job, like. I don't get it. How many times did I golf with you this summer, Johnny? I think two or three times. Exactly. Dude, by the way, this place is sick. I'm super happy for you. This is awesome. And, like, I want to spend time with my friends still. I want to hang out, and I want to know what you've been up to and know what you're doing and know how you're thinking and 
And it's because I try and take attributes from, like, my favorite attributes from every person that I interact with and use that in my life. That's awesome. That's just what, I don't know, I think it's a personality trait or something. A lot of people don't do that. No, that's, like, super refreshing to hear. Because you're, like, you're coachable. Or, like, you're willing to take criticism and build on yourself from that. Like, and that is very much something I used to hate. Like, you used to tell me something I was wrong at, I was like, I'll kill you. <laughs> like, seriously, it was that crazy. And I had some very, very, very awesome and cool friends who stuck their hand in the mud and got really dirty, and they're the best. And yeah. I thank them damn near every time we hang out, probably to the point where they're sick of it. But I don't know. I'm very, very fortunate. I'm very, very lucky because I know numerous people who are no longer here to say that. And I know there's quite a few of us who've lost people in our lives, but when you were running and ripping the way I was, it happens like way more frequently and it's, it sucks. I mean, it makes me sad. Like how, how often were you coming home when you were living in Arizona? You were there for three, not was it two lot. or three years, two years, two years. Yeah. The freshman, believe it or not, <laughs> I had witnesses to this freshman year. I left with a 4.0. Like literally, wow! And I was not taking the most gym study hall. It was pretty <laughs> shitty. It was all the it was all the one hundred ones. Yeah, but I knew people who were taking the same classes as me who weren't. And then sophomore year, there was numerous things that happened. That's kind of when all hell broke. Oof, it was crazy. I started just. <laughs> I, I I was thinking about saying this because it's kind of funny to me. At least it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. I would. Like, I was so, I think shysty gets used a lot nowadays, like that word. Like, shysty. Yeah, you know I haven't saying? heard that word in weeks, so no. Shysty, <laughs> no, maybe like, not. You're like, the only just, person. Just like a general piece of shit. Like, like, just like, I don't know how to pinpoint it, but like, that dude is just shysty. I don't yeah, know. Like, yeah. my, my dad used to call my brother a little shyster when yeah, he was a, a kid. Shyster, and that yeah. was me to a T. Like, I used to go stand outside, like, house parties and be like, hey, capacity, but I'll let you in for 20. <laughs> like I like literally just like shit like that. It's a good business, man. Yeah, that is a good little Stop. racket. I'm sorry to be not trying to be this yeah, way. Yeah, Nobody, this way. you guys want to go sit outside a frat and bully college kids for twenties? <laughs> it's actually like really. Probably, that yeah. was another thing I was. Oh, uh, like that bullying aspect. I used to live my life, and I wholeheartedly mean this. If I could get one up on you, that's not me being a prick. That's you being an idiot. And like literally, so like, say oh, you're saying that's how you saw. Oh yeah, like yeah. say you just like left your iPhone at a party. That's ruthless. Like, <laughs> that's ruthless. And dude. It was so shitty. I wouldn't take a nickel off the street nowadays. Like, actually, I think I. What? Would you, are you offering us money? <laughs> no, I was just saying. I think both of you, I've given money back to when you guys accidentally overpaid me. Probably, maybe. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, sure. Yes, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, like, absolutely. Where are we at in the time for you to say? You're good. Uh, 225. Can I get one of those Zins? Sure. Thanks, dude. They're not mine, though. They're Wally's. Oh, thanks, Wally. <laughs> dude, Wally ate. Oh, my God. <laughs> you talking about your dog? Yeah, my dog. This last weekend, I, I had so little. Like eight people. Was there eight people? You were here? Yeah, there was a bunch of people at the sweat eight lodge. Eight people. Sonny. 
And um, Wally, Wally or Sonny, ate 10 cinnamon rolls. Sounds like my Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> and then continued to barf the rest of the night. How many more times did he throw up? When I left, he had puked like two or three times. I think he puked like six times total. Yeah. I would have puked by ten cinnamon rolls. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I can't imagine. Maybe it wasn't ten. Maybe it was like seven, but it was a lot of cinnamon rolls. Way too much cinnamon rolls. I almost bought a dog the other week. No way. Yeah. Don't get a dog. I I know. Don't get a dog. I know. I know. I just want one so bad. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You've been preaching this message to everyone that brings it it. up. He's right. He's right. Don't do it. Because anybody who is single or even dating or engaged, don't get a dog with your partner. Have a kid first. Get a dog later. Isn't the dog I mean, supposed to be the training wheels? Go with that. Have a kid first. Yeah. Or yes. Isn't a dog Maybe supposed to be the training wheels? Each other first. Have a kid eh? first. Have a kid first. Have a kid first. I gotta find a girl first, but because regardless, that dog is gonna take second place to that kid. And the dog doesn't deserve that. So if I, you have the dog before the kid, you give the dog love. Oh, you're the best thing in the world. Oh my gosh, I love you. Snuggles every night. And then you have a kid. And then all that love that you were giving to that dog transfers to the kid. That dog gets no more love. That's sad. That's yeah. more sad than wanting to get a dog, which isn't sad at all. Wanting to get a dog is how you should get a dog. When you have a kid two kids and everyone's like oh let's get a dog we're pumped about it you know then that dog has its actual place no you're right i mean i don't know if you plan on having kids or getting married but if you do, i want it to be in like a good situation if you do do not get a dog i'm gonna get a dog but <laughs> <laughs> howie got a dog i'd gave the same speech to howie and he got a dog no you're absolutely right but sometimes people need to put their hand on the stove and uh, i no. just think it's so selfish and it's so sad for the it's dog absolutely selfish absolutely because i damn near if you listen to this love you joe but i <laughs> damn near me and tuna raised joe's dog because mm. he'd like fuck around and be like oh i'm going to atlanta i'm like why he's like <laughs> points I'm like, you have a dog. <laughs> You're going to give me your dog? And fucking loved him to death. He was the best dog in the world. But yeah, I will admit, like, when you live in an apartment, you can't afford that dog, what I believe would be to be proper care. Yeah, I agree. No. And I agree. I, I understood everything yeah. you were saying. I just, like, kind of didn't. I like it. <laughs> you I said like you're the... not getting a dog before that. So. I know, but, like, fuck. I hope that didn't convince you to get a dog. I know. <laughs> Me yeah, telling I'm you not. So, <laughs> no, I'm so the antithesis of what you said. I'm like, I'm going to get a dog. Yeah, but... That's funny. Cooper Marshall did that, too. He was, like, on the verge of getting a dog, and I told him not to get a dog, and he got the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's an off-air comment <laughs> but i think you're right nick like i love dogs i've thought about getting one but i want a bigger dog and to have that in my condo and like just i hate leaving i would hate leaving it for eight hours oh, a day yeah. just stuck in my little condo it's not little but i mean like a big dog needs room to I mean, m- yeah, move around I just want a little feet. Yeah. Just want a little friend. Like I had a Shih Tzu growing up. I want a 
like a lab. You should lab start dog sitting dog. your friend's dogs. So we are actually dog sitting Tuna's dog at the end of January, and I'm so excited. Perfect. But you're absolutely right because also fuck around and go to like vegas on a whim so it's like you can't have a dog when you're doing that no you, everything you're saying is accurate i just like don't want to hear it <laughs> no you're absolutely right and truthfully and these breeders the more that people buy the more that people breed and there's so many stray dogs out there that we don't need breeders yeah we don't need people breeding these you know there could be one breeder per like uh breed they're so expensive nowadays those like those uh french bulldogs they make so much money dude i think it's cruel what we've done to those dogs that was a wolf ten thousand years ago dude they can't even a french bulldog (laughs) a wolf and a squirrel no like (laughs) ten thousand years ago like it was just like a wolf dog and we've bred them into these little like toy dogs and that thing still thinks it's like a wolf and when they breathe, it <laughs> yeah, sounds like fucking on allergies. Like, yeah. It's fucking brutal. My brother has a French bulldog, and yeah, those things they ha- they assert their dominance very quick. <laughs> they let you know. I will suck at the boss. <laughs> yeah. Big dogs tend to be nicer than those small dogs too. Yeah. True. Those those small well, dogs will like yap and like bite at you. And yeah, like a little nippy. Hector yeah. Hector was a little like that. Yeah. Hector was a little sucker. He was my little shih tzu growing up. I remember I found a dog in college on the side of the road and my parents had her for 10 years. She was the best. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were really? so mad at first though. Because uh, my parents have a place in Scottsdale. So I found a dog on the side of the road. This is so manipulative, but it worked. I was, <laughs> I was like, I know my mom. It's like, because they were coming down for Thanksgiving, and it was like three days away. So I was like, if I bring this dog to their house, like, and just be like, I don't know what to do. She ain't going to fucking leave it. Long story short, or long story longer, that dog was in our family for like 10 years. That's hilarious. Like, found her in the corner of a parking lot, and then she was sleeping in my parents' like $3,000 bed. So like started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> yeah. Dude, sleeping I, in cushion. I played uh, Shamrock. It was during college. and Of course, I made my bitch. Th- this yeah. uh, little kitten Facts. got in my cart and like rode around with me the entire I round. Was, I was... Playing that round with you. You remember I that? remember that. You yes. guys were like, you that have to the, take it home. That was the craziest thing ever. It followed him for... 18 holes. No, not 18. It was like a it lot was of a hole. It was, it was like, a lot of holes. It was like and more when, than half the round. When the cat couldn't catch up in the cart, it would run. And it would find us. Yeah. So what happened catch to the up? cat? They were... I it just let, it was, Yanni gave it like no attention. <laughs> Yanni didn't want a cat. Yeah, they were like you. Have I didn't to. blame him. It was a farm cat. Yeah, it was a farm cat. And not a cat cat either. I mean, they, got two of them. They like, can be tripping. fine. <laughs> they can be fine, but they tend to be mean. They tend to be meaner and antisocial. You know, and I like dogs because they're like, oh hi, what are you doing? You know, it's cats like, just kind of dumbass like, is just like me. Yeah, dogs. like when I come home and you're just cats like, are a little smarter. Cats yeah, are like, I don't you want drugs. <laughs> are you drunk? Oh, he's home again. God damn it. He's gonna want to oh, pet me. Idiot. Oh no, <laughs> not this kid, not him again. What happened to that uh bottle? Is that still here? Yes, sir. We've been going for about two and a half hours. 
answer. Okay, do you want me to end it? No, I was just letting you know. Yeah, if you want to end it, just end it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Chill. I'm just supposed to be the Google machine. I mean, you're the you're the new Jamie, so it's kind of up to you on when we end. Keep Am going. Am I boring you? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all jokes aside, I appreciate you having me, Bauer. And I'm actually, like, super, super happy for you. This place is great. It's fun. The sun has been amazing. I love that you have that amazing. thing. Oh, it's cool to see. Anyone who is listening who has thought about buying a sauna and you can do it, do it. One million percent. The health benefits are out of this world. You feel better. Your energy's higher. It's been the best purchase I've ever made in my entire life. Outs like more than the whatever houses investments stupid things that I bought. Mitch is just going to live in the sauna. He goes, the I stupid things the that I bought. Yeah, not stupid. The house that fosters my family, but... Yeah. <laughs> not I was you. more talking about the rentals. Rental properties. I have one up in Brainerd. Right outside Brainerd and Pillager. And then one outside <laughs> of Clear Lake, Minnesota. Actually, Clear Lake is the story. Is the city. It's outside of St. Cloud. No, good for you, man. That's actually... You deserve it. Like, seriously. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just, a couple things fell in line, and it's life, dude. It was... But you put yourself in a position to, like, accept those gifts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I like, DraftKings, like, right when COVID hit and everything plummeted, a lot of stocks plummeted, I bought, and then everything rocketed up. And, like, I made a pretty decent amount of dough which put me in line to uh, purchase the first property. And then the second property, like I took a lien against the, that other property and purchased that next property. So it's just a lot of debt. And that's kind of how it happened. But it's not like, I don't know, you were saying something like, good for you, holy crap. It's, it's not like that complex. It was just like I kind of got lucky. Lux preparation meeting opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're being hard on yourself, dude. (laughs) But that's kind of how it works, dude. We get lucky. Dude, I inherited White Claw during COVID. Really? What do you mean? You know Bambay, right? Bambay? Yeah. No. The logistics company, dog. Oh, so that's where I used to work. A and Bay. Yeah. A and Bay. Yes, 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 yes. You guys work with C.H. Robinson. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? You guys are the biggest company in the world. But uh, I started there at a time when White Claw blew up. So it, I feel like sometimes business and sales just lock timing and being in the right place. Yes, absolutely. And I don't feel like we should have to feel bad for that. No. Wait, Probably not. White Claw the drink? Yeah. I feel like you're fucking with me. Why would he be messing with you? What does Bay and Bay have to do with White Claw? Bay and Bay ships White Claw. <gasps> oh, yeah, gotcha. They, they would like reach out they to They put it on their truck. They drive it to the next place. Dude, I'm sorry. They I wasn't in logistics. It, then you go no, to the good. store. Then someone actually packs that. And then you go to the store. Are you, ta- are you, you go to the back. Ta- are we going to go all the way back to the store? find it in the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's a whole operational process to get the consumer what they want. 
But if I wouldn't have, like, made my, uh, like, promotions there, I would have never had the job I have now. Right. Really? Yeah. And as much as I hated that last job sometimes, they they treated me very well. So. As they should. If you're at a company, I would say for more than four years, probably at this point. How long were you there? Four and a half. Four and a half. So were your last six months pretty good? Like financially, or what do you mean? Um, I guess I I don't know. That was probably that was a man. That was a loaded question. Yeah, but I would say that if you're at a company for four years, like you should be have a pretty established footprint at that company. Oh yeah, Yeah, four years. They gave me like multiple promotions. They treated me so well, and I have a record. And I remember coming out of college, going to a hundred different interviews, and everyone's like, you're great, we all like you, you're a good person. All this shit, right? But they'd be like, we can't hire you because of the record. And I like used to get so bitter and frustrated, even though as much as I understood, it was still very, very hard to like take in continuously. Bay & Bay was the first company to ever allow me to like grow, and I didn't hear one thing about my like record. That's the cool thing about logistics. It was so cool. And like that they do uh, put on for like a lot of people that may not deserve a second chance, but really want it. Yeah. And I will never discount that. And when I was leaving there, it was so hard for me. And I, I don't know. I was just like all my friends and family members were like, you're crazy for not taking this new job. And I was like, I don't think you guys understand where I'm like coming from though. Like yeah. these people I, have treated me so well. And I love that. And right. that's something that I didn't deserve for a very long time. And then when they actually like showed that to me, it was just like, how can I leave? Uh, it, it was really hard, actually. You always, deler- you always deserve love. Oh. As hard as that is sometimes to swallow and as hard as we are on ourselves, everybody deserves love. I just have a, some sort of form. And I agree with you. I really do. I just think I have the mentality of always being like playing from behind or being the underdog. Well, love is hard to accept. Yeah. Like sometimes we put up a shield because it's also kind of scary. And yeah. when you feel love, it's like, oh, holy smokes. That feels <laughs> a little weird. That's maybe. Is that comfortable? Is that uncomfortable? I don't know. Yeah. No, and that's exactly like how <laughs> I put in my feeling right now. Is this love? Like, I, I have fucking <laughs> like I have friends, girlfriends who are like, dude, like, why don't you like date? And you just like, it's hard for me to be like, because I don't feel comfortable with it. Yeah. And then immediately it turns into like, oh, are you gay? <laughs> I'm like, no. I just like, I've literally like been madly in love and lost it and it's like and that's tough to overcome and i really really like try i want to be with somebody i think i have something to offer nowadays and i want to like help someone grow i would love if the girl that i was with was you know sometimes people like don't want to be the uh not the breadwinner i don't know what the opposite of that is but i would love that stay at home dad i wouldn't want to be a stay at home dad but i would just be like yo like i'm so happy that the girl i'm with fucking is a rock star yeah like that would be so sick to me 
but you're not afraid of it yeah but not at all honestly i would love that well some i'm some just afraid of the affections a, some some dudes take offense to that teach his own i guess but not me i'd be like yo <laughs> trap you for 18 years <laughs> why no prenup he's oh, oh, like oh i got a lawyer sick yeah. <laughs> no all jokes aside though but like i would love that like being with someone where i could help her achieve her dreams and goals and she could potentially like help me achieve mine that would be incredible yeah but, but like i said earlier i mean you gotta you gotta understand where you've been like what traits that you have found in another woman that you love and look for similar traits but make sure you erase the toxic traits that were more of the lust mm. erase the lust keep the love yeah the love that you felt was probably real the lust that you felt was the fictional the what could it be where would it be i, I don't know the fairy tale ending cinderella no you're absolutely right it's just like i think about that like time of my life damn near every day and it's super hard to reconcile because it's like i feel personally like i fucked that relationship up and she it was like four or five years ago at this point but she texted me one time and i wanted to call her text her just profess every feeling i've ever had but i was like i've already done so much irreparable harm to this girl she deserves better than me at least at this moment at least at this moment she deserves someone who's stable but no physical harm no 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 just like she we were young and it was just like i don't want to speak for her but i think it was like a moment of time where we were both so fucked up doing drugs or whatever we were doing at the time that each other were the only pieces of comfort we had in our lives but that's not healthy and i was doing things around her that would hurt her and that's cowardly and i'm not going to sit here and tell you that because i would never hurt anyone nowadays that i'm in love like i would literally like if I heard that you were doing this, I would never like try to give you advice, but be like, I'd reach out and be like, I love you. I wish you weren't doing those things. If you need anything, call me. Back in those days, I would hit her up and be like, why'd you leave me? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, sick, sick shit. And like, that is where I know it sounds maybe like I'm knocking myself, but I look at it as more as like, I grew enough to realize I was putting supposedly someone I love in a shitty situation. And that's not fair to her. And real love is willing to do things for other people when it may not necessarily like help you. That's a fact. That's an absolute fact. And I'll admit, like, miss her every day. But I think the more respectful and like lovingly thing to do is let her live her life. Because I'm almost positive, I don't know, but I'm almost positive she's probably excelling in anything she does. Fate will play its cards. It always does. Maybe. I think what, what happens in our lives should happen in our lives. 
Like we're all we're all here for a reason. I don't know why. I don't understand the reason, but we are here for a reason. We're doing something. We're communicating. We're figuring out problems. And we get all these different emotions, and it's weird. We're like, why am I angry? Why am I sad? Why do I love this person? Why do I? <laughs> why do I fall down the stairs? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the heck is going on here? <laughs> but I never like could healthily deal with those emotions, and that's where I always envy people like you and some of my best friends because it was like they could, and they were willing and able and strong enough and brave enough to talk to other people about the way they were feeling i wasn't and i am nowadays and like that's why i just like respect the like fuck out of my friends and i try not to make excuses for my past because it was like everyone had those excuses i made my decisions you didn't you chose to play baseball you chose to go to your financial shit right i chose to go to vegas yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I made you that decision. Make my decisions for me. Right. So sometimes I don't know if it's like me kicking my own ass. I think sometimes it's me just being real with myself. And Such it might a kind good of, attribute to have, dude. It might kind of blur. Yeah. Such a good attribute to have. Dude, I didn't used to have it. It you're was only ex- within the last few years. You're going to excel, though, in a lot of areas of your life. Accountability is few and far between. That's what I've learned working in corporate America is that there's no accountability. No. no one's willing to take accountability. It's weird. But it's not people your, pass, pass off blame all the time and it's like what is going on here? Why are we passing blame? Sure, I'll take the blame, but let's let's solve the problem. Because you're a leader. Like not many people have those attributes. When you're willing to accept and take blame for something that necessarily didn't have anything to do with you, there's a fine line between kicking your own ass and also just being like a leader. When I was a manager at my last company, I just didn't want any of them to see the emails and phone calls and shitty ass shit that I had to see because they didn't deserve that and they weren't being paid enough to deal with that. Right. And like, I would never want to put that on them like because I was the quarterback of our team. Right. And when we failed, I failed you guys. Yeah. I would never put that on you guys to be like, oh, they're just not working hard enough. Fuck. What? Like, who am I? Right. Crazy. Yeah. But there are people that do that. And I feel like you actually have those qualities. So own that. Yeah, absolutely. It's recognizable. I appreciate that. I guess I wasn't trying to hype myself up there, but... (laughs) No, you were at all. If anything, you were, like, talking yourself down. I just became your (laughs) head. But, I mean, I I definitely know that, like, I have some sort of leadership qualities. I, you know, was a captain at Mankato for a couple years um, in high school, the same. Uh, I don't always understand why, because I, like yourself, feel like I'm kind of an odd cat. Like I, I just, and that's, and that's another point of this whole podcast, right? Is that we're all so unique, like, and we constantly sell ourselves short and like, oh, I'm different. I'm weird. That's okay. That's actually a good thing. It's interesting. We should be weird. Like. Yes, you are weird. That's exactly why I invited you to come on this podcast. <laughs> because you're a little weird. And that's exactly what I freaking like about you. The world would be boring if we weren't. It would be so boring. And I just don't know how else to be. Like, I, <laughs> like, I know there are times when I was like, and my friends would be like, Eklund, like, reel it in. And I'll just be like, <laughs> and I just be like if you can be a one of one, that is the most amazing thing in the world. 
I mean, I've lived such a special a huge portion of my life trying to be fake and trying to be tough and like a fake little Caucasian Scarface. <laughs> and it was just like, and it was so disingenuous to everyone around me, but most importantly to myself. I was not raised that way. I was raised to respect and honor other people's wishes. My parents raised me that way. And all of a sudden, I was fucking taking iPhones off countertops. Ouch. It was just like... That's tough. It's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Stealing is not good. Stealing, dude, get, you get into stealing, that's not a good habit to get in. Dude, it was so shameful, but yeah. it's just a reality. And like I said, I would a, a lot more people have done it than you think, though. I mean, maybe, I mean, but that's not for me to say. a candy bar at a gas station. I I forgot to pay for my breakfast at work the other day. I had to go back down and like admit that I fucking this guy's showing up, dude. Right <laughs> and that is up. actually like super, super like honorable of you. But I like literally was friends with these people and just like taking their phones, like just such shitty. Ouch. It was terrible. Ouch. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But it's just like a reality of what I was doing, and I don't. Was it because you had no money? No, that's the problem. I had money. I just was like, was it a control thing? I think it was a power thing. It was like a you're weak. I'm smart. You're dumb. It was just like it was such flawed thinking. Were you selling the phone after, or were you giving it back? (laughs) You're selling it (laughs) for sure. So like a pawn shop for a couple hundred bucks. Dude, Craigslist, baby. Craigslist, come pick it up. I wiped it. Don't and worry. I do not say that to be happy about that. <laughs> no, like, in all reality, though, it's just like, I say these things to, like, be vulnerable, but also just, like, remind myself, like, you were fucking nuts. Like, people that showed me love, I was, like, taking from. That's not okay. And I have, like, reached out to these people and, like, have made amends since then, but... I still don't feel, like, great about it. What do you think about the whole, like, I brought up painkiller earlier, but what do you think about the whole big pharma epidemic exploiting opioids into our society as a prescription drug that'll make you feel better, and they're marketing it as, well, you got pain, we'll take it away. Well, that's been outlawed since then, but... It's been outlawed within the last, what, Five years. Well, I'm not exactly probably, sure. Probably the time a little longer frame. than that. But no, no, you're absolutely right. And when, every, we, when we were growing up, 18 to 24, I feel like opioids were like a real thing. Yeah, for sure. They were I was I went very that. much around. I went to school with, when I dislocated my elbow. I, take a piss quick. I got a prescription for Vicodin. And like I said, they kind of opioids kind of scare me because you hear all the horror stories. So I only took like two or three of them when the pain was like really bad right after it happened. And then I just kept them. Honestly, this is bad to admit, but I was thinking I was going to sell them back at school for a little bit of cash. But um, we were smoking in my room and a guy that had previously had problems with pills. I'm pretty sure he swiped them. Yeah, and he, he like probably did. Yeah, and I don't, it's such a like complicated subject for me to talk about because I was so ingrained in it, and also I know all the people that were just doing these sort of things. They were just sick individuals. Yeah, like, I didn't really care because like I was like I was gonna do a bad thing with them anyway, 
I mean, it's but not like, were, terrible. Well, but you were young. Like, I don't know. Like, I know. I, I was 19 or 20, and I was like, I could get a couple extra bucks with this. I mean, I know I feel like sometimes differently than most people, but I don't feel that is that crazy to think about. You were young, and you had a way to make a little bit of money when you had none. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's that crazy to think about. Where I could potentially, like, knock you on is just being like, did you follow through with it? And even if you did, I'm not, like, fully knocking you on that, but it's just like, you know what? You got to own some of the bad shit you did sometimes. And, like... Even though I'm not going to, like, take, don't, like, take it to your grave, but it's, like, own it. Like, you made some poor decisions. Yeah. Like, that's in you to make those poor decisions. Yeah. Like, were you having those thoughts? Like, of, like, selling them? That's the reason I brought them back. Well, like, that's what I'm saying, though. It's, like, you were having those thoughts, so that's, like, in you, but... And I think that's very natural to have those thoughts. Yeah. Dude, quick money? Like, who wouldn't think that? I would honestly think you're more crazy for not thinking about that. Yeah. But you also had the, like, mental fortitude and the emotional and, like, moral fortitude to not do it. And I commend you for that. Like, good for you. Well, I... But I don't think you should knock yourself for thinking about it. Oh, I'm not. But I, I guess the thing that would be interesting to explore is I never even really got the chance to explore it because it happened like within a week like it was when he took them so um oh so he like did take them well they were gone and he brought it to them yeah it, that was the most likely candidate because there was it was a bottle of I think it was 20 pills that they gave me and I took two or three of them, so there was probably like seventeen of them in that bottle. And I'm not saying it's right, but that's where like part of me is like, oh, a twenty year old took drugs from you, like no shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm not saying it's right, but I try to understand. And like, I think uh, empathy is like willing, not that you're actually able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Oh, but I wasn't. I wasn't mad. I was- I probably would have been. And well, I didn't use, and I was going to do a bad thing with them, so the temptation was gone, you know? But you had a friend you, steal from you. Kind of got caught before you got caught. Well, like, I, I think a friend stole from you, though. Correct? Yeah, but again, like, I don't know. I just didn't really care. Probably, and maybe you didn't. You probably let it happen to a sense. Well, we were in my room, like, chilling, you know, during like a pregame or something and you know like you're in college you know you're just fucking hanging out i probably doing the same thing you did you're at a new school you're meeting a whole bunch of new people you oh, this, wanna... no this was my um junior year so i i I'd known these guys for a while i kind of felt bad that i put temptation into his way more than anything mm. oh talk about unfair to yourself oh i'm not beating myself up about it well, you literally no, just good. said you blame yeah. yourself for someone who stole from you. I, I didn't say I blame myself. Did I? You're you're taking it as a blessing. It sounds like, like well, so I was. You're just, saying good. He stole from me. That's no, I no. Mean, what I was worst things could would have happened. Yeah, what I was think more thinking was like the reason I brought those pills back was because I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna sell them, make a little bit of cash. You were gonna sell pills. That's crazy. <laughs> right yeah who would do that <laughs> well, right that's crazy and i never i never it, it was just a thought that crossed my mind you know right. 
we're talking that's, about that's real dude that's real we're talking I mean, about i think a lot more people suck pills than you would think like i think a lot of people that are not addicts and someone offers them money for pills or like they don't think twice about it like it kind of just goes over their head they're just like why would someone want these yeah for sure, sure. yeah maybe it's a little bit of aloofness i don't know right i'm not like saying i've done it but i th- i th- that would have, I think that's how it goes. I, I think that it happened way more than you think. Maybe. I mean, I like, hey, I'll take the pills off your counter that you haven't touched in a year. Sure. Yeah, why I'll not? take that Oxy or whatever you got. I'll find somewhere to put it. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and then the person's just like, oh, thanks. Yeah. 20 bucks? Sure. Yeah, okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. I don't know, maybe there's a little more thought behind it. Definitely with some people. Like, I mean, if you're dealing drugs, then you know exactly what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. I guess I was saying, I, I, I was exploring, like, I never even, like, got the chance to, like... You were thinking about becoming a drug pin. I was thinking about... <laughs> I was thinking about selling them for quick cash, and then... You were going to be Minnesota's most wanted. It actually would have been Madison. Madison's most wanted. <laughs> King Penn. Yeah. Go to Yanni for the hookup. Uh, no, but no chance. Yeah, yeah right. Close. I, I, I probably, you don't have the yeah, I, I don't have the guts. King Penn. <laughs> oh, dude, thank sorry. God. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I thought I did. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, I remember like one of the first few days in jail. I was just like kind of getting like acclimated to the whole situation, and then I just got absolutely pumped in the lunch line this dude was just like oh you're in the back and i was like why i was like because that's how it goes and i was just like i remember being like yeah yeah i I think i said did he ask you to hold his pocket later no like honestly that's why i was like kind of saying like none of my experiences were ever like that terrible but I like will say like you kind of do have to mind your p's and q's like, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. There's definitely a hierarchy in there. Oh, yeah, I was you're bottom of the barrel. You were fresh meat. Yeah. Fucking, you were like, let's test this kid out. What's he up to? <laughs> they would have won it's by a, new, a lot. This is a new piece. Fucking... Let's check it out. Slap him around, steal his lunch, send him to the back of the line. Yeah, I can't much. imagine, dude. We had uh, Jailbird on. I mean, and, th- and that is still an episode that a lot of people talk about. But he's got so it. it's he's funny got... you say that. My experience was so much different than his. Yeah. Well, he was also yeah, in very, a very different. He was actually in a prison. Well, neither was I. No, he was. No, he was. He was in well, like. I don't know how the fuck he got his fucking phone. Yeah. Because he was beating me in fantasy or beating everyone else in fantasy football. I think that was after he got out. I think that's when he was in like the halfway house. I love that kid though. He's yeah. so funny. Dude, it's so He's like the sweetest like person he in the world really and he's the only person that's done like hard time, which is crazy. Real time. Yeah, and I would hope he would never have to face it again. Like, he's not he going won't. to. I don't think. That was just a think. dumb the dumb like he's sweet but he's also kind of he can be aloof and i well, think he, he would just, just be a yes man yeah times. and that happens sometimes you just say yes to everything 
and sometimes ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars or thirty thousand dollars that sounds pretty good yeah sounds like a rolex especially when you're 20. sounds like maybe uh i don't know that's a few hamiltons <laughs> like a lot yeah a couple brightlings maybe <laughs> that's not a short amount of money no and when if you have debts you haven't paid then it can be lucrative you can make some poor decisions and that's how it works yeah sure yeah yeah well i mean that's kind of what we're doing but (laughs) but i appreciate you having me on man it was cool yeah thank you for coming on it was um it was cool we talked about a lot of different topics uh, you were very apologetic and I also had a lot of apprehension. I feel like you were talking to a lot of people that, um, not, uh, you weren't, you know, you were talking to people that you affected, you know, and fortunately enough, I wasn't affected by your situation, but, um, it's cool that you're apologetic about it. I mean, right. That you're manning up and owning up to the crap that you've done to other people and the harm or the heartache that you've feel like you've given them it's like they've done so much for me what kind of man would i be if i didn't reciprocate that yeah no i'm very very lucky i'm very very fortunate and i'm really lucky to have friends like you guys who are willing to like sit here and talk to me like i know like honestly like i know this isn't just for this like no not at all no i'm very fortunate and like that's why i went to him with like i trust you guys like I would rather help my friends than, like, lose things than not try and help my friends. It's, like... We're not losing anything, bro. Even if we were, though, like, <laughs> I trust you to be honest with me. We can get into what, that later. What do you mean losing things? He's my money guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he doesn't lose money. He only makes it. Even if we did. Just be, just be honest. Go down together. Yeah. <laughs> the, ship, the ship sails together. That might have been the words I, like, said. I mean, Was that your boss? I'm that in dude. with what you're in. He is, uh, he's the regional, he's one of the regional managers, yeah. Dude, he, manager. When he walked in that first day, I was like, oh, I gotta stop swearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't care. Dude, I'm just like not good at being like There's normal. a, <laughs> I'm going full time on Monday and I can do joint work with people besides him. He was just kind Did of like my Did you call Joe, Joey? On accident, yeah. Oof. Oh, you did do that on accident. Joe. It was Joe, he, 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 he when I texted him, he goes, he hey, goes. Joey. Oh, he texted you back. Yeah. Oh, I I didn't even think he was gonna. He didn't text yeah. me back. You get a Joey text. You go by Joe. You don't uh, text back. But he, he, he said, "Didn't did Eklund <laughs> tell you to call me that?" Did he really? Yeah. Did you blame it on Eklund? No. I, I said, I'm sorry. I was out of I funny. wish you would have. Oh, my God. I thought about it. It was an easy way out. <laughs> it would have been the greatest way out. Then we could have exposed it on here. Well. <laughs> I just want to like You know, yeah. But. Look at all those fancy clothes But these go keep us warm just like those What about your soul? Is it cold? Is it straight from the mold? Ready to be sold? 
cars and phones and diamond rings Bling, bling Those are only removable things And what about your mind? Does it shine on? Are there things that concern you more than your time? Gone, going, gone, everything Gone, give a damn Gone be the birds when they don't want to sing Awkward with their thing gone Look at you out to make a deal You try to be appealing but you lose your appeal And What about those shoes you're in today? They'll do no good On the bridges you burnt along the way Sell anything gone with your hurt Leave your footprints, we'll shame them with our words Gone people, all careless and consumed Gone, gone going, gone everything Gone give a damn, gone be the birds If they don't want to sing Gone people, all awkward with their things Gone